0: You can take control of the airwaves. Dial in toll free. Bring up whatever's on your mind. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site for free. So enjoy those on us. Again, that's freetalklive.com. As always, tonight it's Ian and Mark. And again, don't forget, uh, 800-259-9231 is the number. Uh, You can take control of the airwaves. Last night at the beginning of the show, we had Barry Cooper on with us. And we had him on to announce some good news in that uh, some of the charges that he was facing uh, because, well, he's a former narcotics officer who's now joined the side of good and is talking out against the war on drugs. And so, therefore, the, uh, the police have gone after him. Of course, he's also done cop busters where he's done reverse stings on the cops. And that's one of the reasons why the cops are after him. Uh, But they dropped some of the charges, uh, and that was great news. And then apparently at 5 in the morning, or sometime early this morning, have you heard about this, Mark? No, I I saw Um, an email. There was a police raid. Uh, Barry texted me some messages. Uh, I woke up at 5 a.m. to uh, Barry's text messages. Um, So I don't know how public this is uh, at this point or what the details are, but they came in with an armed SWAT team raid against Barry and his family this morning. And the reason he's being charged now with a misdemeanor count of, uh, of uh, I guess being a private uh, operating as a private investigator without it. a license. Yeah. They came in and raided. His they raided home.
1: his home with men with machine guns at 5 a.m. for a misdemeanor of not operating with your business with a license. Yeah, and it's not even a business. He's not doing it for profit.
0: I didn't know that he was a, a private. I mean, I doubt that he's advertising himself as a private right. investigator. They so probably apparently found some citizens, technicality.
1: citizens can't try to uh, you know, keep an eye on their government.
0: Yeah, I, I'm, I'm imagining this is because of the um, because of what he's been doing with cop busters, where he's been setting up the police and catching them in acts of being corrupt. Barry, get out of Texas. They're trying to, uh, you know, they're trying to bust him. And they're trying to get him on any kind of technicality they possibly can. Uh, the messages came in this morning. I'm really concerned for my safety and my family's safety. I'm going to make a big announcement on his uh, video camera tomorrow. Uh, they came at they effing came at me SWAT style, totally amped, body armor, car screeching. I thought I was getting shot. Uh, he says it's my training that saved me. They arrested me yesterday for operating without a PI license, class A misdemeanor, ten thousand dollars bond.
1: Scary. They just do whatever they want. Scary
0: stuff. <laughs> and it, I'm so I feel so fortunate that uh, we're here in New Hampshire where. They haven't really been doing shenanigans like this. There was one time where they came into uh, Big Mike's house out in Manchester with guns drawn, and that was pretty outrageous. But that's as, it's as bad as it's gotten uh, with all of this activism that's been going on up here, this very uh, pro-freedom, anti-state uh, activism that has been happening up here, a lot of activism that directly challenges uh, the legitimacy of the government people. It's uh, it's it's great to be in New Hampshire. Not to say that things like that couldn't happen here, and I'm just saying I'm glad that they haven't so far. And and Barry Cooper has been he's been through a lot. And I agree with you, Mark. I, man, if there's something we can do to to get that man and his family out of Texas and up here, it seems like he'd be better off. I'm worried for his safety. I mean, so is he. And that's what he told me. I don't know if I was supposed to release those messages, but uh, well, he, he sent them me to me too. To. Yeah, he didn't <laughs> tell me not to. Uh, so, just wanted to update our listeners on what's going on with Barry and Candy. And I, I presume it sounded to me like this was in the middle of the night. I mean, he sent me them at five in the morning. Uh, so I don't know what time the the raid went down. I mean, presumably, maybe it was last night. Maybe it was uh, late last night, and he didn't get out until early in the morning to get to his cell phone to send those messages. Because uh, you know they they probably came in and they arrested him and they took him down to j- to jail and he got out and then was able to uh, to contact people about it, but scary stuff Uh, there's not much else to say on that uh, at at this point in time but rest assured as uh, things develop with the barry cooper and uh, the situation down there in texas we will certainly bring you that information the toll-free number here is 1-800-259-9231 but just to kind of uh, focus in on the point that you made mark it's it's an important one that this man who has never well since he's been a cop has never harmed another person to be a cop uh he has not harmed another person he's not
1: being charged with harming someone no. i think is, is what's uh, the relevant point here
0: no no he's not but they came in with a military style swat team raid as he described it cars screeching amped up busting in his home in the middle of the night sure why would they do that for a misdemeanor uh, charge of somebody who's uh,
1: failing to operate a business with a license you know the improper licensure on their business why because would they do they that can. well because they can because they're hoping that he'll do something silly they're hoping that a guy who's trained oh, to yeah. reach for a gun will reach for something and they can blast, they can blast, him, blast him perhaps his his uh, wife in, in the process huh. you know <laughs> there's there's some value to martyrdom but there's some in some cases you can snuff out uh, uh a voice with martyrdom too so yeah.
0: So, uh, so, yeah, because they can. Because they can just come into your home on the flimsiest of pretenses. It doesn't have to be that you're a wanted murderer for them to use the SWAT team. They've been using SWAT teams on people for a bag of marijuana. So why not for a not having a business Deep license? Gambling pools, all kinds of silly right. things. Uh, misdemeanor charges. Why, why not, right? I mean, this is the insane logic of the police state is that, well, we've already taken these absurd Orwellian police state steps and everyone has accepted them, so let's take a few more. Let's bust in on anybody who's braiding hair without a permit. Let's take them violently and put them in a jail cell and charge them with uh, you know a, a, a Class A misdemeanor $10,000 bond for doing some investigative work without asking the state's permission first. And if you don't think that this can't happen to you, if you think this is only happening to Barry Cooper, well, maybe, maybe it's only yeah. happening to Barry. Maybe Cooper. Maybe your because, head's down that far, yeah, you know? because he's challenged the state. But you have to ask yourself, what are you going to do? Are you ever going to do anything? Are you ever going to do anything to oppose this insanity? Well, all it takes for for tyranny to triumph is for good men to do nothing. To do nothing, and that's what most people are doing. Right, most people are doing. No, oh, well, I'm voting. I'm voting for a Republican or a Democrat. No, no, I'm voting for a Libertarian or a Green Party. See, I'm I'm doing everything I can. I'm voting. You know what? I'm actually going to put a yard sign out this year. I'm going to go hang some door hangers for my favorite candidate. See, I'm trying to make a difference. Well, good for you. That, that's a good place to start. But once you find out that your efforts in the political system have done nothing where you are, What's it going to take to get you to do something more significant? And of course, I mean, move to New Hampshire, join the Free State Project, and you can do political action up here and actually make a difference. Right? You know, I mean, I have
1: put out plenty of yard signs and uh, and, and put put up door hangers and done all these oh, things. Yeah. And I think that it, I think it has value. But I can tell you that when I was down in Florida and the Libertarian candidate, I put his sign out in the yard and uh, i think we got you know 3% of the vote and then mm-hmm. and then when there wasn't a democrat running we got 35% of the vote or something like that but um you know it did it really did very little up here, when you put up a sign, and you know it's it's a pro liberty candidate. Let's not forget that Ron Paul, even though he didn't show in New Hampshire as well as I would have liked to have seen him show, got more in New Hampshire. Um, as far as an elected race, th- there were caucuses he did better, but uh, as far as uh, what do they what do they call that a uh, uh, primary uh, primary, uh, primary yeah. election? Yeah. This was the best date that he did until well late when it didn't really matter anyway. Right.
0: So, I, it's just so frustrating, Mark. It's so
1: and that was by the way in the first. I mean, you know, the, the Free State Project is still, still
0: hasn't even kicked in yet. So, I mean, this is very early on. You, you know, it's, it's just so frustrating that this takes so much time, right? I, mean, yeah. I must admit, well, I'm I a think little I impatient. expected it to take time, Ian. Yes, I mean, I, I understand I you're impatient about I it. Know. I know. I must admit, I'm a little bit impatient. You're I mean, more if, than a little. <laughs> if, if a few thousand people made the move to New Hampshire within the next two years, it'd be an incredible tidal wave of, uh, of activism. It'd be an incredible shift in what's possible. I, uh, I can't make it happen. I can just encourage people. 1-800-259-9231. Why wait? Why not move up your plans if it's possible? I sure hope we can convince Barry to do so. Of course, he's got to deal with all this uh, crap down there first, most sure. likely. Otherwise, they'll come after him here, probably. 800 259 All the more reason to not. Now stick your head up wherever it is you are. If you're coming here, keep your head down and then get here and pop it up.
2: So, you want to move to New Hampshire for liberty? nhmove.info has articles, links, and activism alerts to help you decide exactly where and how to make your move. Even job listings. Browse the inventory of liberty blogs, sites, and media, or promote your own efforts, all free, at nhmove.info. If you're moving to New Hampshire, you better go now and bookmark nhmove.info.
0: Live, you can take control of the airwaves. Just dial in toll-free and bring up whatever's on your mind. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL-CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site for free, so enjoy those. Again, that's freetalklive.com. And those features include archives. You can go all the way back to 2006. They are free In fact, the last week's worth is right there on the front page. Then you click into the archive section and you can go way back uh, all the way till I think it's November of two thousand six. All free for you at freetalklive.com. By the way, those Free Talk Live archives are brought to you by HostGator. Yeah, HostGator's a worldwide leader
1: for web hosting and they make it easy for you to get your own dot com domain name or any kind of dot anything name Uh, whether you want a personal blog or a complete e-commerce business website, you can let the host the experts at hostgator.freetalklive.com host you once you uh, get there you can create your very own website with their free site builder tools and templates they've got thousands of templates there at hostgator.freetalklive.com Dot com. Use that uh, that portal and you'll get your first month completely free. Hostgator.freetalklive.com.
0: All right. So since we started the show out talking about the police coming in and raiding people's homes that have never harmed another person, uh, there is another version or another story. Uh, this isn't about our friend Barry Cooper, who just had his home raided last night. This is about yet another one of the. Unending cavalcade of stories about people who have had their houses raided uh, by the police on some drug pretense and, un- unlike Barry, did not walk away. Stopthedrugwar.org A 21-year-old father-to-be was killed last Friday night, this was uh, from a month or so ago, by a Las Vegas Police Department narcotics officer serving a search warrant for Marijuana. Trevin Cole was shot once in the bathroom of his apartment after he made what police described as a furtive movement. (laughs) That's all you need to do is make a furtive movement and your life is done for. Police have said that Cole was not armed. In your own home. And they couldn't even, they didn't even bother to plant a gun on him because the police are admitting that he was not armed. Police said Monday, so it doesn't matter if he's not armed. All he has to do is make a furtive movement, and that's yeah. enough reason for the police to, or that's all they have to do is claim he made a furtive movement, right? Because there's right. no evidence; they don't have video cameras to to back their claims up. It's just what the men in blue say, and, and what they say goes. And you know, the idea is
1: is that you're going to act in a completely docile and normal fashion when somebody's holding an automatic weapon on you. I mean, it's it's absolute insanity and you know you're you're absolutely right the 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 cops don't, don't even have to plant a gun on you all they have to do is say he acted funny the guy could very well have. Yep. Uh, here's just another possible scenario. Like, maybe the co- cops are lying, and maybe the guy said, hey, get out of my house, honky, or said something that would might be outrageous and, and uh, make them angry, and they shot him and then said, who knows? Because you wouldn't get away with saying, hey, he called me a racial slur, so I shot him in the head in his right. bathroom, and and his wife and kids had to watch him bleed. Right. Uh, his father-to-be. His pregnant wife had to watch him his, his life bleed out of him in their bathroom floor just because he called me something I didn't like. So you had to say, well, he made a furtive move. Mm-hmm.
0: Police said Monday they resolved uh, re- rather recovered an unspecified amount of marijuana. <laughs> you know that's not a lot, right? right. Not specifying how much it was, uh, and a set of digital scales. A person identifying herself as Cole's fiance, Sequoia Pierce, in the comments section in the article uh, that they're they're linking to from uh, lasvegassun.com dot com has said no drugs were found. Pierce, who's nine months pregnant, shared the apartment with Cole and was present during the raid. She says, "I was coming out." And they told me to get on the floor. I heard a gunshot and was trying to see what was happening and where they had shot him. According to uh, KTNV's interview with her, according to police, they arrived at about 9 p.m. Friday evening at the Mirabella Apartments, uh, and detectives knocked and announced their presence. Receiving no response, detectives knocked the door down and entered the apartment. They found Pierce hiding in a bedroom closet and took her into custody. They then tried to enter a bathroom where Cole was hiding. He made a furtive movement toward a detective who fired a single shot, killing Cole. Captain Patrick Neville of of the Metro's Bureau said Friday night that it was during the course of a warrant, and as you all know, narcotics warrants are all high-risk warrants. You know, I agree they're high risk because
1: you're going into people's homes, um, and uh, they're liable to try to defend themselves. But the question is, why? Why mm-hmm. are we? Why are we? You know, if if these cops are upstanding individuals, and maybe the, maybe some of them are, I'm sure some of them are. I'm sure they are. If they're upstanding individuals, why are we sending these upstanding individuals into people's homes? I'm not sending them anywhere. Well, the 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 public is certainly standing by and letting it happen well, many of them it. support it
0: well that goes right back to what we were talking about before where the where the public standing by the public the average american doesn't do anything about anything just look, for example, at this, uh, just to bring it back to uh, here in Keene, New Hampshire, there was this hearing on the open container ordinance. The activists, they've, they've been begging to get in the system. They, they're tired of the civil disobedience that's been going on here in Keene, New Hampshire. Get involved in the system. It works. Just get involved. So the activists got involved. One of them wrote a letter about this open container ordinance, and the activists showed up to speak against this ordinance to get it overturned. No one showed up in opposition to the activists. No one showed up in favor of the ordinance with the exception of bureaucrats and former bureaucrats. So nobody who's average... Bothered to come to speak out on this supposedly contentious issue. As if that it would have mattered. I mean, you know,
1: about. I mean, I could come in and talk, uh, t- uh, you know, talk in support of all kinds of tyranny right. that wouldn't make it okay.
0: Well, and people could talk out against the police raids, and that won't matter either. People can bitch and moan about these things happening, and nothing changes. They can form police uh, observation boards or whatever they're called, where uh, the the citizens uh, advisory panel, or they have got different names for them around the country, where they they supposedly oversee the police departments, and that has done uh, nothing. So, there's not much you can do about this. You certainly can't stop paying for them, right? Because they'll come and kick in your door if you don't pay uh, the taxes. Oh, but by the way, Stop the Drug War disagrees with you, Mark. They say that narcotics warrants are actually fairly low risk for police. If the numbers are a guide, with 1.5 million drug arrests per year, an average of just four police officers lost their lives conducting them during the past decade. Last year, no police officers were killed during drug raids. So four cops in a decade? That's or right. four cops
1: a year in a decade? Four
0: cops in a decade were killed conducting drug raids. Hmm. Not a very high-risk endeavor.
1: There's certainly high risk for the people that are getting their, their houses raided.
0: Yeah, no doubt about that. Much higher numbers there. A person identifying himself as Pierce's brother who said he'd spoken with his sister had a different version of the events from the police. The police bust in the door with guns drawn to my little sister and her now deceased boyfriend, he wrote. My sister is eight and a half months pregnant, two weeks until the due date. But they bust in the door, irritated they didn't find any weapons or drugs, drag this young man into the restroom and interrogate him. And two minutes later, my sister hears a shot. They shot him with a shotgun, no weapon. For what? Meaning no weapon. He didn't have a weapon. For what? My sister is a baby and this young man is a baby. And now my sister is at his house telling her mom his her son is dead and he's barely 21. Pierce himself told the Las Vegas Review-Journal that uh, police forced her to kneel at gunpoint excuse me, Pierce herself, uh, told them that uh, she was forced to kneel at gunpoint in the bedroom and that she could see Cole in the bathroom from the reflection of a mirror. According to Pierce, police ordered Cole to get on the ground. He raised his hands and said, All right, all right. And a shot rang out. 1-800-259-9231. But if it ever goes to court, and it probably won't. They'll just be, be drug addicts. Be her word <laughs> versus their word. And who do you think the man in the robes is going to believe? It's Free Talk Live. More coming up.
3: This Your Family Today tip is brought to you by Carnation Breakfast Essentials, helping your family get off to a nutritious start every day. Mornings can be chaotic, but a little advanced work will take the pressure off. The night before, organize backpacks and put them at the door, along with anything else that your kids need for the day. Set a timer for five minutes before departure to give everyone a chance to mobilize. And off you go. For more tips like these, visit us at parenthood.com yourfamilytoday.
0: Free Talk Live, you can take control of the airwaves. Dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL-CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. You can join us online at freetalklive.com and enjoy the features on our site for free. And they include, by the way, our Shrine of Female Listeners, the dozens of ladies that have taken the time to send in their validated photo or video showing their listeners of the program, shrine.freetalklive.com. And one of the uh, the larger contributors to the Shrine is actually a man. Uh Taren Lupo from LCL report. He just wears a wig really well. No no, what he does is he makes uh, videos and uh, some of his videos have been focusing on ladies of Liberty He wears, and, he
1: makes the videos while he's wearing a sequin dress.
0: I wouldn't know. He doesn't show himself in the videos, so I have to take your word for it. But uh, he, he makes, uh, he does these interviews of these ladies of liberty, and uh, usually at the be- very beginning of the interviews, he has them uh, endorse, the, you know, point out that they listen to Free Talk Live, and that qualifies them as a validated video. So he posts it up over at uh, the, the the Free Talk Live Shrine of Female Listeners at shrine.freetalklive.com.
1: Yeah, that same fella, Taryn Lupo. From the LCL Report and Wheels Off Liberty supports his full-time activism by selling Liberty-themed jewelry. You can support the ideas of Liberty every time you buy some of his unique stuff. He also does custom work for just about anything you can dream up. You can see his designs, and they are well worth taking a look at at LCLReport.com. Or join his fan group on Facebook. It's LCLReport.com.
0: All right, so we're telling you a story that is unfortunately not uncommon. Where the police have yet again busted into another home of another couple of folks that never hurt another person. And they walked away with a dead body. They carried out a corpse because the man made a furtive movement, according to police. The police even admit he didn't have a weapon. But he made a furtive movement, and the police are so scared. If the police ever feel frightened, and by the way, Dale is joining us here uh, from AnarchyInYourHead.com. Better late than never. Good evening, Dale. Good good evening. Uh, So if the police get scared for some reason, that justifies them killing anything in the room, anything within the vicinity. Usually it's a dog, for instance. That dog scared me. So that's justification to blast your dog in the head. And the same thing can be used for you. If you frighten a police officer, they claim that they've been frightened by you. This man made a furtive movement, according to the police, so that I was Shot scary. him with a shotgun. Right. Even though the man had no weapon, that the police had escorted him, uh, according to his uh, fiance, they had escorted him into this bathroom. She says that... Uh, that she could see Cole in the bathroom uh, from the reflection of, the, of a mirror. According to Pierce, police ordered Cole to get on the ground. Raised his hand, he raised his hands and said, all right, all right. And a shot rang out. According to Pierce and family members, Cole had no criminal record and achieved an associates of arts degree and was working as an insurance adjuster while working on a political science degree at the University of Nevada, Las Vegas. Pierce said he was not a drug dealer. But the
1: cops have done all this investigative work, and they're probably very frustrated. And I understand, you know, like, you can imagine what it's like if you feel like... Imagine from the cops' point of view. They didn't go into this guy's apartment because they didn't think he was a drug dealer. They went in because they thought he was. So they're right or they're wrong. One of those they're two. They're
0: wrong whether they're right or not because they're wrong to go into someone's apartment because they believe that he's selling a product. Understood.
1: I'm talking about frustration here. Yes. So um, you can imagine what it's like for the cops. It's like, I knew uh, he's, he is a drug dealer. I know these drugs are around here somewhere. Well, investigate him. Drag him into the bathroom. We'll find, we'll find out if you just ask him some questions. And uh, you know you can imagine they're very the claim, frustrated. The
0: claim was he was supposedly in the bathroom already, but nonetheless, uh, well, the, that's not what the that's not what his fiance said. Yeah, maybe I'm. I think
1: I'm gonna. Yeah. No, it was it was the brother of the fiance or uh, the, brother of, the, the brother the of the victim. Yeah. Um, said that essentially that uh, they drug him into the bathroom to interrogate him.
0: Either way, uh, he had no weapons. They blew him away. LVPD, uh, excuse me, Trevor, this is again more from his fiance. Uh, Trevor was a recreational smoker. He smoked weed, marijuana. That's what he did, she told TV. They didn't have to kill him. We were supposed to get married next year, plan a black and white affair, she said. He was all I ever knew. We were going to make it. LVPD Monday identified the police shooter as narcotics detective Brian Yant, a 10-year veteran of the force. It's the third time that Yant has controversially used his police firearm. In 2002, he shot and killed a robbery suspect, claiming the suspect who was on the ground had aimed a weapon at him. But although the suspect's gun was found 35 feet away, the coroner's inquest took only a half an hour to find that the shooting was justified. So this cop said that uh, he... Had a, a guy a suspect aiming a weapon at him, but the weapon wasn't anywhere near him. The following year, he shot a wounded and shot and wounded a man armed with a knife and a baseball bat who'd been hired to kill a dog that had killed another neighborhood dog. Yance claimed. <laughs> a dog hit man. Yance claimed <laughs> that the. Uh, hit hit dog? What would you call that? Anyway. He's a man, so. He's, Yance, he's still K- a hit man. man. Yeah. Uh, Yance claimed the man attacked him and that he mistook the bat for a shotgun. But the man said that he was running away from Yance when Yance filed, fired repeatedly, striking him once in the hip. Because there was no death in that case, they didn't bother to hold an inquest, but the department's use of force board exonerated Yance. So that baseball bat apparently looked an awful lot like a shotgun, Yeah, Mr. and Yance. If, he's,
1: if he's running, he's not holding the baseball bat sort of at level like you would a shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's, it's,
0: it's, he's, he's moving it back and yeah. forth because like, he he's running. Right, and if somebody's running away from you with a shotgun, it's still not menacing you. Yeah, you're Correct. not you're
1: not allowed to shoot them just because they happen to have a shotgun. In well, their hand. you
0: are if you're uh, on the police. Yeah, apparently you are. First. I guess the
1: evidence the evidence is uh, contrary to what I'm saying.
0: Uh, by Wednesday, anonymous law enforcement sources were feeding derogatory information about Cole to at least one local media outlet, which was happy to repeat it. Sources told the TV station that Cole's furtive movement was threatening enough that detective Yant fired his AR15 rifle once hitting Cole who'd been flushing marijuana down the toilet sources added that the undercover officers had brought uh, had bought pot from Cole four times although there was no name on the search warrant and sources also told the TV station the police were extra cautious because undercover officers were investigating another possible deal with Cole involving cocaine and guns Time will tell if there's a scintilla of fact in anything these sources are selling. In the meantime, Yance is on paid administrative leave. Oh, yeah. Mm. You get to go down to, to, uh, to Maui and uh, enjoy your time off because you get paid after you kill somebody when you work for the cops. Sometimes that that's for months. This is a sweet deal. You get to murder people and get a paycheck. And if you get caught murdering somebody who didn't have a gun in his hands and, uh, you know, you've got really no excuse whatsoever uh, for for murdering that person, you still get paid time off. (coughs) And later on, they'll exonerate him completely and they'll say, well, he was scared. And so you have to come back (laughs) to work to get your paycheck. Now, uh, when our officers are scared, they get to kill you. And another American has apparently been killed for no good reason in the name of the war on drugs. Update version of the story from Philip Smith, also at StopTheDrugWar.org. Of course, uh, they recap the story Uh, since then. This is a month later that they wrote this, so this is just uh, last week. This, by the way, StopTheDrugWar.org puts out a great weekly uh, email blast where they update you on all kinds of uh, drug war-related news, not just from here in the the, the, uh, United States, but also around the world. Since this all happened, uh, questions and outrage have mounted as the circumstances surrounding Cole's death have emerged. A coroner's inquest, which is done with all fatal shootings by Las Vegas police, is set for Friday. Given the history of such inquests, only one police killing out of 200 in the past 35 years was found unjustifiable. Only one police killing out of 200, meaning the police killed 200 people.
4: Well, these are professionals, Ian. They have badges.
0: One of those people... Yeah, they're trained. ...was found as unjustifiable. Now, it's not made clear whether that statistic is for just Las Vegas. I would suspect. Probably. Two hundred people killed in Vegas in 35 years probably like sounds like yeah. like it yeah uh justice is unlikely to be done there the affidavit in support of the search warrant targeting Cole gave the impression that police thought they had a major drug dealer on their hands detective Brian Got the officer who wrote the warrant and who pulled the trigger on Cole wrote that almost all drug dealers keep sophisticated and elaborate records and the police expected to find such records as well as guns and drug paraphernalia Cole had a lengthy criminal history of narcotics sales, trafficking, and possession charges, Yant wrote. Police found no guns. They found no evidence of a major drug dealer. They did find a uh, unspecified amount of uh, pot, although his fiance says they found no drugs and were angry that they couldn't. We'll tell you more about what's going on in Cole's situation here in moments. 800-259-9231. Free Talk Live.
1: Do you have a product or service that you can sell to a national audience? Free Talk Live is a nationally syndicated talk show on more than 80 talk radio stations from Alaska to Florida. We've been named Talkers Magazine's Heavy 100 list. That's the 100 most important radio talk shows in the nation twice. And the number one political podcast on podcastawards.com four out of the last five years. You can have access to our 80 plus stations and our large and loyal podcast audience for as little as $500 a month. Contact me, Mark, at freetalklive.com.
0: Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves. Just dial in via the toll-free number at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com we give you the features on the site for free. So enjoy those on us. Uh, Again, freetalklive.com. And if you like the show and you want to help support Freetalk Live, shop with us at amazon.freetalklive.com. Entering Amazon through that link will get you to the same old Amazon with a huge selection. uh, Dozens of categories with a whole lot of items. Pretty much whatever you're looking for, they probably sell it. And you can probably get a pretty great deal. Uh, if, If you're buying brand new, you get free super saver shipping on a lot of their new items. You can even buy used in many cases. So enter through Amazon.freetalklive.com, and Free Talk Live will get a portion of Amazon's profits. It's that simple. Amazon.freetalklive.com. I'm going to pick up the story here in a moment, but for first we're talking about a man that has been murdered by the police. Uh, yet another in a series of unending stories of the police getting away with murder on these so-called drug raids that they've been uh, they've been foisting on the American people for so many so many years. But well, let's go to uh, John in Ohio, who is on the line. John, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian Dale and Mark. Yeah. Hey, John, what's on your mind tonight?
5: Well, I was looking at Alex Jones this afternoon, and there had been another incident in Alaska. <clears throat>
0: what, ins- what, do you what kind mean, of incident are you referring to?
5: Um, apparently, yesterday, uh, an older gentleman that was disabled was holding a sign at the state fairgrounds. It was pretty good-sized. but uh, uh, To promote a uh, political candidate, apparently, in Alaska... And uh, calling for the impeachment of uh, Obama, a couple of security guys, great big fellas, big corn-fed guys from the Midwest, come along, and uh, he told them that he was disabled. They said, "Well, you got to take the sign out." He says, "I'm allowed to keep it." So they uh, beat him down to the ground.
0: Where did this happen? At the Alaska State Fair. Wow. And you said uh, it was private security, and wasn't the cops? Yeah,
5: it was. Uh, They—they they was just a couple of big burly guys had blue T-shirts on that said "security" on them. Hmm. They apparently worked for the fairgrounds. So uh, they got him down on the ground, got their knees on the back of his neck and in his back. He's begging for help. There's like 500 guys just standing around and watching. So uh, the Alaska State Trooper came along, and one of the security guys uh, was, you could see him on the videotape, uh, taking his sidearm and uh, hiding it from the trooper. Apparently it's illegal for them guys to be armed up there. Interesting. Interesting. So I called the uh, fairgrounds to voice my discontent with their uh, security practices, and uh, then I called the Alaska State Troopers, and uh, when uh, the lady that answered the phone, I told her, I said, I've been watching Alex Jones today, so I suppose you could probably guess why I'm calling, and she said she could, and I said, well, I'm not going to be nasty or rude to you, you know, uh, I just would like to voice a concern about, you know, how the trooper conducted himself in that video. She said that the phone had been ringing off the hook. I'm sure, but many callers call her, and and this is what I wanted to do a shout out about was, you know, when you, when you call these girls that answer the phone, I'm sure that most of them are just working people like me and you. They just want their pension. They're not the ones out on the street jackbooting people or shooting unarmed people.
0: So you're saying don't be nasty to them. No, yeah,
5: yeah, and it just makes us look bad. You know, good. Decent working patriot people. When uh, some well, I of know us if, call, you I don't know, know if I'm a patriot.
0: Or, I don't. I don't know what patriot means. What's that okay.
5: mean? And be nasty with the the lady that answers the phone. I agree you know,
0: completely and, with that, you.
1: Yeah,
5: that that's okay. that me. And, and any time that an officer's name and, and, and department and their phone numbers posted at uh, Info Wars, why I always call them.
0: Well, that's you good. Know,
5: in, in regards to these types of incidents.
0: Okay, well, thank you for the call tonight. Yeah. I appreciate hey. hearing from you. It's it's good advice. Uh, although, on the other hand, I certainly understand why people are upset at them. They are working for a criminal gang. I mean, they don't realize it, so it's not a it's not appropriate to treat them in a nasty manner. It's not a. I don't think it's it doesn't a good work. Idea uh, you you can treat them however general. you
1: want. Um, you know, and and that's all. That's it. It's just not going to be very effective. You can be as mean and nasty as you want to anybody you want to be mean and nasty to. However, if you expect to get some kind of a uh, value out of it, it seems to me that you probably should act a little bit more polite. I mean, these are just human beings. I don't know whether I you know think she's a right uh, you know a good a good gal working for a pension or whatever. You know, maybe maybe she is working for a criminal gang. Seems that way to me, and I can see why somebody would want to incentivize her to to not do it. But being nasty to her isn't going to be very effective she can get nasty anywhere
0: yeah i i have to agree with that and it's not easy right because you're dealing with uh, like i say it's a criminal gang i mean they force their way on people and they get away with murder as we're talking about here tonight uh the man in that case wasn't killed the the, the man in the, the caller's case but what we've been discussing that a good
1: beat down for an old cripple guy
0: yeah. yeah um i mean they, they, they beat people up they murder people and they get away with it again and again i can understand the frustration and it can be very hard to do something like, say, offer a police officer a hug, uh, when you've been so faced with so many stories of how, bad or even jobs just to,
4: even just to talk to them in a polite tone of voice. Yeah, is, is, I mean, even that is difficult. But um, I think you know, it's something you get better at when you try yes. to do it. If you actually just make, you have to make a conscious effort that, you know, you have your gut telling you to react, you know, that's in a knee-jerk fashion, and then you have your your mind trying to tell you, okay speak calmly and and try to have an actual discussion you know
0: that's the only way you're ever going to bring somebody on board with the ideas you're if you're yelling at them and you're berating them then they're certainly not going to listen to you right yeah i mean they're already going to be less than likely to really be too concerned with what you have to say simply because you don't agree with them Well, i mean
4: i i uh, i remember an activist sort of just shouting stereotypes at a at a at a um it was like it was really a security guard that worked for the Uh, for the prison you know who who was probably he may have been a police officer in some fashion or another i'm not sure how that works but basically just shouting stereotypes about cops you know to him you know oh who'd you beat today and blah 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 you know well you don't know anything about this one person you until you know that he's beaten someone then don't say that to them you know and and by shouting that and just by shouting a bunch of ridiculous stereotypes you've just he's just tuned you out because you obviously are, obviously don't you know, have anything to say there's yeah. not going to be any reason for him to listen to you and if, if, if you're you're basically just you know using that sort of groupism think on and oh well this is how all yeah. cops are then uh why is he going to listen to you or when you have something meaningful to say
0: and we see that a lot with the with some of the newer folks <laughs> that, that move here up to new hampshire i i was that way when i moved here i was very angry yep frustrated uh, and very yeah. frustrated and i i could te- I I still get
1: that way, absolutely. I figured,
0: I figured things were just like i I figured things were here just like they were down in Florida, and things aren't as bad here as they were down in florida and the the cops here aren't as bad from my observation and and I've changed uh since then, and I think it's the it's it's the right move to make well you to-
4: know there's also do it for yourself because you know you get yourself in that mode get yourself really angry and it's not good for you it well, it doesn't even feel good i mean yeah. i don't even like being that way so i you know i think that you know to some extent just for totally selfish reasons i have uh you know learned to control that and and uh and have a different approach because it just makes me happier
0: well, the, the police hugging squad for me has has helped a lot. Uh, you know, Nominating myself as a member of the police hugging squad, uh, it's something that I try to think of when I when I see the police. And if I see a police officer and I'm thinking about hugs, then that's the right mindset to be in as far as I'm concerned.
4: Uh, <laughs> Don't you think that that's easy? just a little weird? It's condescending. Is, it's like really condescending. Yeah, <laughs> you think it's condescending? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The way you Why do is it is really condescending. Because it's like, you know, <laughs> when you Lord, say you need a hug, it's like... Offering someone a hug is, like, you know, a
0: <laughs> hug is condescending? Now, can I do anything that's not condescending
4: <laughs> you no well, it's not not necessarily, <laughs> but the way it is done is like you specifically offer the police officers and not anyone else right. It's well, sort yeah, of they, like, well, you need, need a hug because you're a violent person, so here, here you go. <laughs> I'm going to offer you a hug. And uh, it's just the manner in which it's done, it, it comes across as condescending. But that's not necessarily a horrible thing. It's better than anger, I think. Um, the, the kind of condescension is still better than anger, so. <laughs> uh, well,
0: is it, it? So it's condescending to think that the police have a tough job and that they deal with scumbags all day and that a hug might make them feel better? That's condescension?
4: <laughs> well... I don't know that they interpret it that way, so it's I don't know.
0: One eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. You can take control of the airwaves and bring up anything. Uh, so, it's
1: not to mention that the the kind of guy who gets into police, uh, the police squad tends to be a little more macho kind of guy than than the rest. And offering them hugs isn't going yeah. to endear you to them. But you know, it's they going don't to make you make them really feel like me. you're a little
4: creepy. <laughs> you think? I get him though sometimes.
0: Most of the time I don't.
4: Yeah. Well, I think so that if an officer do. actually does it, that's actually a really good move on his part because he basically yeah. like, he's not letting you get to him. You know, it's like you know yeah. and he, he goes and he actually hugs, and then that's actually you know it's it's a powerful statement on his part to not you know make a big fuss out of the whole thing. And just, we're human just do beings.
0: It. Human beings uh, should do these things. And I like and...
4: I think uh, Maxfield is he one of them? I think I think he I think he had a good response. He says no, no, good. I got my uh, got my hug today. I'm I'm all set. <laughs> You know, thank you, but I'm all set, you know, so that's <laughs> sort of a good response. All right. There's more
0: coming up here at 800-259-9231, the <coughs> SACL-CAI toll-free line. You can bring up anything. We're going to tell you a little bit more about the Trevor Cole situation, a uh, man who was shot to death by the police during a drug raid, and, of course, he didn't have any weapons. Apparently, he didn't have any drugs either. More coming up. You can take control of the airwaves. It's about time to end this insane war on drugs. 800-259-9231, hour two, coming up next. talk live we are launching into the second hour of the program dial in toll-free take control of the airwaves bring up anything at 800-259-9231 that's the sacl cai toll-free line 1-800-259-9231 and joining you tonight it's ian and dale and mark dale joining us from AnarchyInYourhead.com. dot com you want to get more dale go on over there enjoy his uh, cartoons which are, which are very liberty oriented uh, plus the occasional blog post And uh, also video blog Though it's a little less Than occasional these days Because you have been Focusing 110% almost And that's why you Spaced out tonight On coming into the show Because you've been so busy uh, Putting together your new movie Which you're working on uh, Called Intense And I guess the shooting schedule Has been uh, Well the, the movie's lived up to its name <laughs> Yeah uh, And it's your first movie as well So you're learning As you go along And uh, it's it sounds like It's been a, quite an experience I've talked to some of the actors They said they've been Having a blast uh, doing it. It's been a lot of work. It's been long days—twelve, sixteen-hour days, something like that.
4: Yeah, uh, definitely for for me and the other like co-producer, it's been that way, and and uh, and almost as much for everyone else. So, yeah, so looking for sometimes to hear- as much for everyone else.
0: Looking forward to hearing more about that as it develops. Uh, of course, we'll let you know when uh, you can watch a trailer and things like that. Uh, in the meantime, we go to your phone calls. Going to continue to uh, to discuss here a story out of Las Vegas where a man has been shot to death uh, by the police during another drug raid, uh, wherein they found well, the police are claiming they found some drugs. The uh, fiance saying not so much. We'll get to some of the details there, but first your calls. Uh, we go to Jared. Listening in Wyoming, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Jared. Hey,
6: um, sorry, I wasn't really listening to this episode, but I was going to talk about the incentives for market-based police forces kind of thing. Sure. And, uh, well, I was listening to the, I can't remember what podcast it was, but uh, the guy was questioning how that would work. But the incentive, I would think, would be to, uh, if, especially if it's like, say, you're from an insurance company or say you're from any, or it's a call-by-call basis or paid for any kind of service like that. Like, the reason that they have to do, to treat you nice or to do customer service is because the person at the receiving end, no matter what, if you call against somebody or if you call to get protected from somebody, the person on the receiving end would be a potential customer or already would, is a paying customer. Mm -hmm. So you would want to, you know, treat that man with, as much respect as you had, because yeah. he pro- probably pays the exact same amount as the other
0: guy. You, yeah, you'd want to have respect for uh, for people, even if they weren't your clients, even if they were the clients of another company, because you still want to be seen in the community as being a respectful organization that only exists to keep the peace. Uh, you, you don't want to get the wrong guy. You don't want to arrest the wrong person, because then you're seen as being slipshod and uh, prone, exactly, to, like, prone to making you're, mistakes.
6: You're, you, you are competing. And if you compete poorly, the you know the market deals with you uh, like accordingly.
0: You are correct about that, <laughs> sir. Good observations. Anything else you want to share? Uh,
6: yeah, uh, sorry, I, I sorry I wasn't listening to the. Well, you don't have to apologize. Free one, but...
0: talk live. You can oh, yeah. always call in about anything you want anytime. Very good. That was it. Thanks for the call. I appreciate hearing from you at eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. What is essentially
4: say- saying? Well, you know, essentially, what he's saying, I think, and the best way to put it is that. When you establish it as a monopoly, you establish that it has to be a monopoly. You're essentially establishing that it cannot be accountable. You know, yeah. by, by making it, by saying, you know, there has to be this monopoly on defense services. And you have to whatever. use their services. You have to use their services. You have to pay for it. And uh, even if you didn't have to pay for it, like, I know I hear people talking about, well, if only it were voluntarily funded, it would be okay. Well, no, it's, if it's still a monopoly, it's still unaccountable. You know they're still not being have, they're not having to be accountable for what they do because they have that monopoly.
0: Well, if they were preventing someone else from opening a competing organization, then yeah, that that's would be what a, I mean, right? That,
4: but the, the only way to have a monopoly is is through violence, really. because yeah. someone can always start up and, and compete against you absent violence some people of course don't
0: believe that free talk live uh is actually open phones uh, somebody one of the uh, bbs trolls was critiquing uh critiquing the show because oh, i
1: saw you interacting uh, yeah. um, interacting with uh, i got
0: into a flame war yeah
1: I, I don't know why it is you do it but uh
0: <laughs> i haven't i haven't posted much well, on the bbs in he a was getting time. down
1: to semantics the the yeah. idea that we screen calls at all by asking what your name is and what where you're calling, you calling from, from and, and what's your topic and what's your topic and and how are you listening to the show well that is in fact screening and the uh the As though that
0: screens someone out, it doesn't.
1: And we don't necessarily take calls in a particular order. Um,
0: No, you are not guaranteed to get on in the order in which you call.
4: In fact, you you probably won't get on as soon if a female calls in.
0: There's that. (laughs) And also uh, one one of the citations of how it is that we're unfair is that they cited uh, Gene, the Christian anarchist, who was bitching uh, on the, the BBS about how he had to hold for an hour and a half once or something like that. And I explained that, look, that's he's a chronic, he was a chronic caller. We haven't heard from him in a while, but he was somebody who I did called, an interview
1: with him not too long ago.
0: Yeah, he was somebody that called often. And so on the night in which he held for that long, we were receiving calls from people we'd never heard of before. And it just makes more sense to talk to people we've never heard of than yeah. to keep
4: talking to the same five people, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's good entertainment. People get tired of hearing the same. Thing yeah. all the time, so
0: so, uh, so as always, I suggest that if you don't like the way the show is set up, go ahead and find your own show or start your own show or you know do it do it the way you think it should be done. Go ahead, start a radio show where you take calls in the order in which they come in. Hey, and- J- wait, wait a second.
1: The the condescending thing we were talking about. This is it right here. Just so you know, like yeah. the, this sound in your voice. <laughs> that's the condescending sound.
0: Oh, well, okay. Should I say it angrily or something like no. that? Why don't you go and get your own damn show? How about that? How would you say it, Mark? Well,
1: you know, right. Like maybe we're doing it wrong here on Free Talk Live. Yeah. Maybe the way you think that it should be done is the right way. However, we can only do things that come from our heart and as we think is the best way to do it. So therefore, we're going to continue to do it this way until we hear better ideas. We've heard your ideas. We don't think they're better. Yep. If you think they're better and we're wrong, and it could it could very well be that this is true, please go out, start your own show, compete with us. Yeah, beat our. Maybe butts. you'll win. I'll tell you the comp. It's not easy to I'm compete with us. Not that talented, us. really. It's just a <laughs> businessman. You are rather talented. Uh, you're, you're much more talented on the radio than you are in business. Um, the the <laughs> you're just you're just scared in business. <laughs> what? So are when you these talking guys about? when these guys
0: get on and they uh, I'm and you, scared in business. What is that supposed to mean? Can I finish this? No.
4: <laughs> that is kind of a showstopper right there. What then. are you yeah. talking about? <laughs> he's,
0: he's,
1: he's just really conservative when it comes to business. You're just really conservative when it comes to business. That's all. Well, and like just, money in general,
0: I know he's very conservative.
4: Yeah, just, you're
0: just... Um, oh, you mean I don't get, I go and get a bunch of loans and crap like yeah, that? you just... Uh, you, you, if I build things slowly, I don't, You build things like, slowly. You, you choose
1: not to make. I mean, mostly you don't make decisions um, to, to to move forward in lots of ways. You're you're very reticent to try something uh, sort of new that wasn't your idea. You're just you're you're, you're just you're stiff. You're a stiffly Stifferson. Sorry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. What were you trying to say? Okay. I,
1: I've almost forgotten at this point. Basically, I was uh, talking about, um, you know, you can go out and compete with the yeah. the show. Oh, uh, I was going to say, it's not as easy as you might think. Free Talk Live started in 2002. We didn't really start making any money until two, 2007. So be prepared for the five-year lag.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. I see where you're coming from, Mark, uh, in that my style of doing business is to grow slowly mm-hmm. um, because I don't uh, – but I, it's not to say I don't take risks. I mean clearly I've, I've taken plenty of You take of
1: plenty risks. of risks that, uh, that are sort of your own idea. However, yeah. you don't take other uh, – you, you don't take uh, uh, criticism well. You don't take uh, different people's ideas very well, mine included.
0: Yes, yeah, because you suck. 800-259-9231. five nine ninety two thirty one. Let's continue. with I've your been calls. doing business
1: for very long. What is your uh, business uh, uh, pedigree uh, that I've been successful? Uh, you've saved your money. You're a great money saver. I, I won't. I, I certainly save won't save the money disc- because I've been a successful businessman uh, doing retail.
0: Uh, You're not doing retail now. Whatever I've done, I've been successful at it. Anyway, we continue here. Uh, let's. Uh, how'd your golf club sales thing
7: go? It
1: did. It did very poorly. Yeah, let's I,
0: talk to David I, I in New Hampshire. Employers. David, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello there.
7: Hi. I was going to get back to the um, police officers. Yes, sir. And, Like you were referring to the uh, one that killed the guy in um, Nevada, and um, myself, um, I happen to know that the police. Um, uh They show less respect for the public when they're in their, a certain section of town as opposed to being in another section of town sure. where they'd show more respect
0: yeah they're gonna they're gonna act way differently if they're called to a gated neighborhood versus uh you know the ghetto
7: right and and the thing that I was saying was I'm just curious. Within the light of stuff like that, how can you, like, want to give them hugs? I just don't understand. Talk about it here.
0: Hang on, Dave. We'll bring we'll bring it back. Talk about uh, giving the cops hugs, considering some of the nasty things they do to people. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL-CAI toll-free line. You can bring up anything. And to say I've been successful at everything means that I've failed plenty of times, but succeeded more than I've failed, I guess.
3: Working up. It's Free Talk Live. In the decades to come... Hardy adventurers will colonize the solar system, rediscovering freedom and finding vast new wealth. But the government of Earth will seek to extend its power and claim that wealth as its own any way it can. Escape from Terra, Volume 1. The first trade paperback collection of the popular adventure webcomic series is available now for $12.95 from Big Head Press at BigHeadPress.com.
0: Talk Live, you can bring up whatever you want by dialing in toll free at 1-800-259-9231. That's the sacl CAI toll free line 800-259-9231. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com and enjoy the features on the site for free. So uh, head on over there and enjoy the news updates. You want to get uh, the latest information about Free Talk Live when it's available, you'll know first if you're on the news list. And you can get on via email, follow our Twitter or Facebook. Go to news.freetalklive.com to sign up for one or all of the above. Uh, It's all free, news.freetalklive.com. Dale, joining us here uh, tonight from anarchyinyourhead.com. As we take your phone calls, David is on the line in New Hampshire. Uh, David, you were pointing out that the cops, in your experience, have been, in some cases, kind of nasty. And uh, that they they treat people differently depending on, you know, perhaps uh, their economic strata, for instance. Yeah, and your question was, "How is it that I could possibly give them hugs?" Yes. Oh,
7: why would you want to? I mean, I would have, I wouldn't have much. Re- I don't, I don't know. It's hard for me to have respect for them. It's supposedly they're supposed to be like, I don't know, I don't know.
0: It's not easy, let me tell you. It is not it is not easy. I mean, for instance, uh one of the guys that uh, that I regularly can receive hugs for, anytime I ask for one, he'll give me a hug. Uh the uh, one of the police captains here in the area uh was involved in raiding my tenants. I mean, they they came into my tenants' home and they uh, tore everything up and they uh they stole uh the marijuana plants that they had growing uh, allegedly uh, down in their basement, and they, you know, they destroyed their house. I mean, my house. So they destroyed their stuff and tossed everything, just to, like the cops typically do on a, on any old drug raid. And uh, so, I mean, I've had this stuff affect my life personally. Right now, the guy is facing uh, criminal charges, and. His family's trying to move out of the house, and I don't know if they're going to be able to before they put him in jail, and that'll make it more difficult for him. It's just a, it's a, a terrible situation, and these cops do horrible things to people as part of their job, and they they excuse it, uh, and and there's no excuse for what they're doing, and uh, so it's not an easy thing to do. But I think that well, few things in life are worth doing uh, that are easy, and as I was saying earlier, it's it's about the mindset of. Of how I look at the police, I'd rather look at them as human beings who are making mistakes, who are uh, you know choosing to uh, to do a job that is inherently immoral, and in some of the things that they are ordered to do and the the orders that they follow. Uh, but if I can, in some way, help to inject some level of humanity back into their uh, their daily lives, uh, their their workday, then maybe that'll make a difference. Maybe maybe after the if I can get a hug from a cop, and it's not easy to. But if I can get a hug from a cop, maybe the next person he pulls over, he'll give him a warning instead of a ticket uh, or or whatever. Maybe he'll, uh, you know, not arrest the kid for marijuana and just confiscate the bag. I don't know what kind of uh, an effect that a hug can have on a, on a police officer, but it can't be a bad one, right? It's a hug.
7: Yeah, so now that you said it, maybe it sounds like, because I think a lot of them just look at everybody as like, bad criminal i think they get jaded they, they look maybe, at everyone as
4: potential criminals that's for sure yeah, like yeah on the hunt for they look at every single person as like a potential criminal. i can't imagine doing their job and not being jaded
7: and then if you do something like that maybe that will take some of that away hopefully
0: maybe so and it's not just it's not as much for them as it is for me personally because when i what i was saying earlier is i i came here to new hampshire and i was very angry and that that anger's still there sometimes. For instance, when the cops came and they busted up uh, the, the – there was this flea market thing that local activist uh, Luther actually put uh, put it together. And it only lasted one weekend. I've heard he's going to try to put it together again, but I don't know what the details are. But that morning, the cops came up. They called out the entire police uh, force that was on duty apparently at the time because they had like five cops at 9 in the morning. That's probably all the people they had on duty. They all came 9 in up. the morning on a Saturday? Yeah.
1: I, I can't imagine you need – Five police officers for a city of 20, 22,000 people at nine a.m.
0: They had them, and they were all out
4: to bust up the flea market. They probably had uh, extra ones called in. Well, whatever they did, uh, they, that was the time to rob a bank or something. If you were planning yeah. to, yeah, because uh, they, they were all busting, busting up, up the flea market flea and keeping market. us safe
0: and picking on a little girl who was selling limeade and ice cream with uh, with her mother. So, I mean, that it was that time when I lost, I lost my cool. I was really upset about what they were doing and I was the, the the thought of a hug did not even cross my mind in that particular occasion I was cursing and I was very upset at that and I you know I, I shouldn't have uh, have gotten upset like that because being angry just leads to more anger and uh, it's not good I don't I don't want to be in that place
1: it's not so. convincing and uh, that's what you know hopefully that's hopefully
4: what the activists uh, that have moved for the free state project are do, are being is convincing I think that anger—it comes out of a, yeah. When you get frustrated, when you feel helpless, when you see this overwhelming force, and you feel like there, there's nothing you can do about it, and you just get angry, yep. and you're like, oh, "I gotta do something," oh! but it doesn't accomplish anything.
7: Indignant.
4: We yeah. don't like, we don't like that sense okay. of helplessness. I mean, and and I think sometimes it comes down to acknowledging that you're just one person and you can't change the world all by yourself. You, you can start, you know, you can start, you can start a domino effect and. You can reach other people and everything, and that's how you can you know make big changes and have an impact in this world. But well, you're not going to do me it first. I've yeah. got to change me first. Well, yeah, I mean, you got to be able to reach people, and you don't get that. You don't do that with anger, and that anger is is really. It seems like it comes out of this uh, desire to be able to like change everything yourself. Like just use you know, you kind of want to force everything back into the right way of that it's supposed to be, and uh, it just doesn't happen. It's just kind of a fantasy. It's kind of a it just stems out of frustration, I think. And if you ever acknowledge that, then you can start doing something productive. It it may not happen as fast as you want it to. Maybe you need some patience and things like that. But I'm not talking to you personally, by the way, caller. <laughs> Sorry. David. No, David. I know. I, oh. I
7: know. Anger for me is 99, like almost always wrong. Always yeah. For me. For so me, it is.
0: So the police hugging squad is an, is an active attempt for me to shift... My feelings of frustration and perhaps anger at what the police do on a regular basis into feelings of love and appreciating them uh, for for being human beings. Well, you, when they-
4: s- you said that they were that they were making mistakes. I mean, that's the way to look at it. I look at anyone who who if it's, it looks like they're being selfish and things like that, and and they may be uh, many times they are. But I even see that as a mistake. There's this sort of you know this when you when people want to pass judgment on other people, and then that's their excuse to do bad things to them. Uh, they're usually, you know, well, they deserve it. They did bad things, and and, and but I, I look at it always as like a mistake, It's short sightedness. You can be selfish uh, when you're being selfish. I think you're being short sighted because I think it it hurts you in the long run. And uh, I just look at all of that as mistakes instead of looking at it as pe- people being bad people. Uh,
0: yeah, because they don't see it that way. I mean, they don't think of yeah. themselves as I evil mean, or most or doing people wrong. are
4: doing what they they think. Even, maybe they've even convince themselves that, that that it's right oh of course they have you know they have to and in uh, order to do it right yeah uh
0: so david i hope that answers your question did it um yeah that helped It was
7: it would be hard for me to i mean if they think like with that cop that shot that person maybe there's a good cop there and he's like looked at it and he knows it was all wrong and he just like you know compromises his morals i can't I can't, I can't think of that as... A, that That would be hard To me, that's hard.
0: They do but. that. You're right. I mean, there are good cops out there, supposedly, but they see the bad cops doing things, and they they don't ever speak out about it because uh, they'll well, be they'll ostracized. Lose the,
1: they'll lose their jobs and... Or and possibly
0: had uh, retaliated against. Could
1: be shot to themselves.
0: Yeah, so thanks for the call tonight, David. I appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. Next time you see a cop, Tell me you're a member of the police hugging squad and offer him a hug. See what happens. Uh, you can take control of the airwaves. It is free talk live. You are invited to take control of the airwaves. Bring up whatever's on your mind. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site for free. So enjoy those on us. Features including listening options. Live streams are there. You can listen to Free Talk Live around the clock. The latest episode available 24-7. Plus, we've got... Listen lines that allow you to call in via any phone that can dial long distance and also listen around the clock. It's all free for you at listen.freetalklive.com. Again, that's listen.freetalklive.com.
1: Memory dealers is your trusted source for all your networking and telecom accessory needs. They offer the world's largest selection of discounted optical transceivers, including SFPs, XFPs, GVICs, Zimpaks, and X2s, that are 100% compatible with all major networking equipment manufacturers, Including Cisco, 3Com, Foundry, Alcatel, and HP, add up to 99% off of their list price. They also offer customized solutions for your transceiver requirements, including private labeling. It's memorydealers.com. All right, 800
0: 259 9231. As we continue with your phone calls, Andrew is in California. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Andrew. Hello? Hello? Andrew, you're on the air. What's on your mind? Hey, uh, what's going on? What's on your mind tonight, Andrew? You're on Free Talk Live.
8: Hey, um, yeah, I was listening to your podcast, uh, from yesterday, and there was this girl who was talking about, um, basically eliminating money from society, Mm -hmm. something like that. Yeah. Okay. Um, sounds to me like she's from the Venus Project or the Zeitgeist Movement. Um, have you guys ever heard of, uh, that
0: group before? Yeah. I've seen
4: the movie Zeitgeist. I've, yeah, Zeitgeist I'm familiar with. New Venus was the other thing you mentioned. Is that right? No, the Venus Project. The Venus Project. Okay.
0: It, no, that I don't I'm think not she, familiar with. I don't think she was from that group. I think she's just – she describes herself as an anarcho-socialist uh, or, no, excuse me, anarcho-communist. And so she's basically a communist. Um, so oh, right on. But I understand what you're saying. There's this group of well, Yeah,
1: it's not an uncommon thought process. I mean, take a look at Star Trek. The the guy, what, what's his name? That uh, started, Gene Roddenberry. Yeah, Gene Roddenberry started Star Trek. There's no money in Star Trek.
4: I, I could see us evolving away from money eventually when How? scarcity is just not. Nice. Well, yeah, it's when scarcity is heard of, when but scarcity is eliminated, know. when you have a device like the uh, the yeah, the replicator. that's just it. They have replicators like, oh, you need food, zap. You yeah. know, but and and so it gets kind of trivial. A lot of stuff gets kind of trivial. I mean, there might there's still like money somewhere for some things, but there's so few things that are scarce that eventually people might just Dilithium see money as crystals. kind of crystals. You know,
0: but yeah, the, what you're referring to is this movie called Zeitgeist, which is in many cases very interesting. But the, apparently the guy that made the movie made some sort of addendum where he talks about getting rid of money. Is that right?
8: Yeah, that's, that's it.
0: And how do you feel about that?
8: Uh, personally, you know, I, I've heard all their arguments. And honestly, um, it seems a lot of them do not have a firm grasp of economics. Probably true. Um, I've, I've confronted some of them. Uh, with West Bertrand here in San Diego a couple months back, and yeah, they basically you know call like right now a free market, and they call like yeah, IG bailout, uh, free markets, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But um, basically, I am noticed with this um this leader of this movement, um, Jacques Fresco, it sounds like he's basically uh running a cult, basically, or just a really cheap way to make money. Um, so they're really just. They don't, really don't know much about economics, and they even claim that you know if we eliminate money and uh, centralize everything, that you know there's going you to be no know, scarcity, and that only capitalism causes scarcity, and all that kind of stuff. <laughs>
0: capitalism causes scarcity. Yeah, yeah, you know, uh, scarcity I, just is because uh, there's some level, a level of limitation. I
1: can see why available. they don't listen to arguments like um this what we're currently experiencing isn't a free market or we've never seen a free market um in, you know, basically in in history um because I'm sure they don't accept the argument that we make that, look, socialism has been tried over and over again and it always fails. It always allows the most uh, evil, vicious people to rise up in government and government's inefficient and it doesn't manage to do anything properly because they reject that argument, too, for whatever reason. They've got some reason in their mind why this didn't wasn't done properly. No, no, it wasn't done properly. It'll never be done properly because it'll never be done by you. It's, it's a it's central planning is what creates scarcity yeah, yeah. It, it's true central planning does create scarcity but you can't tell somebody because there's never been true central planning by the right, right. people right with mm-hmm. the right uh,
0: uh feelings in their heart just put me in charge and right. i'll make it well, all the difference, I think, never get the difference I
4: think is is uh yeah a big difference i think is uh which I, I don't know maybe sort of missing the point of this particular conversation but the difference i think is that that you know they're trying to Build something that's going to be just right versus saying, look, no one can build that perfect thing. Let's let it evolve and let's, you know allow it to evolve organically. Well, they want to build the perfect idea.
1: thing, but the problem is the perfect people who would be in charge aren't the ones that are willing to wield automatic weapons to shoot other people that aren't willing to comply. <laughs> the people that are willing to do that are the ones that will get in charge. It still wouldn't work always. anyway.
0: <laughs> even if they Even if those perfect people yes. would be willing but, to... But would...
1: you'll never get a chance to see it.
0: Right. Well, I mean, because force always has unintended consequences. So even if they could get in charge of the system, they would, they would be the ones wielding the force or ordering the men that are wielding the force, and uh, it would still have horrific unintended consequences that uh, would result in uh, terrible uh, terrible time. Anyway, Andrew, uh, so you mentioned Wes Bertrand from uh, Complete Liberty, so you know him in person out there?
8: Uh, yeah, I, I do, but uh, he just moved um last week so yes yeah. he
0: did He's on his way out east uh returning to new hampshire uh he came actually mark remember when we moved up here uh wes was one of the people that came out to our welcoming uh gathering thing that they they had i didn't and, know that okay yep wes bertrand lived here uh, and then he moved out to california to seek some treatment for i think it's diabetes uh that he has some so one of the forms of uh diabetes and... he's not a big man so uh, i suspect it's uh... Some, some, the thin guy diabetes, and now he has uh, moved. I think to his parents. Was it? What did you say? It was Idaho or uh, Iowa? Which one? I think it's Idaho. Yeah, so he's kind of making a pit stop on the way out to New Hampshire. He's getting his uh, his s together out Ducks there in Rose. Yep, and he's uh, he's going to make the move. From what I understand, he's going to make the move to Keene, and I think that's pretty exciting. So that'll bring us yet another uh, great Liberty oriented uh, talk radio show originating from here in Keene. And I've already said, Wes, you need to start thinking about doing the show live uh, here at the Lrn FM studios. Thanks, uh, Andrew. Hopefully, you'll make the uh, the journey out here as well at some point. Thank you for the call. eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one That is the Sechel C A I Toll Free Line. Because Wes and uh, his buddies out there in San Diego were having some fun. Like they were, they were doing stuff in, uh, you know, just like kind of stirring it up with the bureaucrats, bringing in video cameras into the DMV and asking questions. And uh, there were some good videos that came out of that. They didn't, you know, they weren't doing civil disobedience necessarily, but they were not being completely obedient uh, at the same time. And uh, there was some good, good footage that he's got. Anyway, uh, his show is Complete Liberty, and I think his website liberty dot com. Yeah, I, I I don't mind people doing
1: the video stuff, but uh, you know, at some point or another, the cops will decide to arrest you, and then you've got
0: these these charges
1: hanging over your head, and you can't and
0: move. You gotta, yeah, and then you got to stay there. One eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. That is the Seacoal CAI toll free line. Let's talk to Dave in New Hampshire. Dave, you're on Free Talk Live.
9: Hey, speaking of chronic callers,
0: <laughs> that would be me. Yep, and I made you wait before I took Andrew's call because you called in before him because I knew that, you know, you've called before. Anyway, oh, what's Oh, that's up? All right, yeah,
8: yeah. Uh,
9: I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, the case of Kevin Innes, the uh, mm. guy who was with the Liberty Dollar organization and yeah. was arrested about a year ago. Uh, he's still in jail uh, because he's a Canadian citizen. Right. Uh, basically, of course, the Liberty Dollar was raided... Because you know, partly because they're providing a competing currency, the federal currency, and that means that I would think that's the
0: only reason why they were rated. Because they were becoming popular enough to where, uh, and during the Ron Paul campaign, they were getting even more popular, and they were the really the only significant competition. Uh, to the the federal governments, and it, ain't, it wasn't, when I say significant, I just mean in comparison to all the other competition, it right. uh, wasn't much compared. wasn't a
4: threat. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, certainly not yet. But I mean, it was enough of a
0: threat for them to come in there and take all of their money and take all of their gold and silver. And I think the idea
4: was the threat. Certainly. The idea they were perpetuating.
0: And it was becoming more popular, and they arrested this man, Kevin Innes, and I'll let you continue, Dave, here in a moment. You can tell us the rest of the story. And they've been holding him ever since in a detention center of some sort. the SACL CAI toll-free line. More about Kevin and your thoughts as well about whatever you want. Take control of the airwaves. It is Free Talk Live.
5: This program is brought to you by Freekeen.com. Freekeen.com features audio, video, and blogs chronicling the transition to a voluntary society. Freekeen.com also has comments and discussion forums so you can be heard. Freekeen.com.
0: This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up what you want. Dial in toll-free. Take control of the airwaves at 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com, and we give you the features on the site free. Now, if you like the show and you want to help support Free Talk Live, one of the ways you can do it is by becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier. Head over to amp.freetalklive.com. Get signed up for as little as 3 bucks a month. We'll take that money in and reinvest it into the show. Getting on more radio stations around the country, bringing more internet listeners on board and exposing new people to the ideas of freedom. You'll get perks, too, like access to the AMP-only call-in lines, as well as the AMP-only forum and more. Oh, plus AMP-only podcast, which is minus the usual podcast commercials that you hear in our listener version, our regular uh, listener version. Go to amp.freetalklive.com, get on board, and uh, use any major credit card, PayPal, alternative options also available. amp.freetalklive.com. And thank you so much, because it's listeners like you that make our expansion, our continued expansion possible. In fact, uh, Mark, we just signed up for a radio convention that we're going to go to. We haven't been out. On the West Coast, in a number of years, and we we took the plunge today and decided we we're going to do it.
1: Yep. So, I should get paid for this. For God's sake, it's so awful. Get
0: paid. <laughs> well, I, I buy you dinner.
4: <laughs> Indeed, you do. You
0: get to go on a, a plane ride.
4: And, when, by dinner, oh, what, you, you get mean, to go on a plane ride. At this, you get the get step by the TSA.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, they want your birthday now, by the way, to to, yeah. uh, oh. to get a plane ticket these days.
1: <laughs> it's crazy. So, uh, yeah, by dinner, what he means is let's go pick over to the hors d'oeuvre table. Uh, <laughs> here's your dinner Come actually watch.
0: sometimes our, our wonderful listeners take us out which is it's, really it's, really nice of yeah
1: when when uh completely we, uncalled know, for when they sh- when we show up and, and they know we're going to be in la or wherever it is yeah. uh, you know sometimes someone want to meet us but what there i'm you talking go. about save
4: the emperor's money and have some people treat you to dinner right right some fans the there you go. is the return flight <laughs> oh my god
0: Ooh.
1: i think it's over at two we don't actually leave la till till 10 10 um then it's an overnight flight to what philly Three-hour right. layover in the Philadelphia airport. I mean, I, I could practically walk home in this amount of time. <laughs> God. Three-hour layover, then fly,
4: finally flying into Manchester. Yeah, I never can understand. Like we, we go from L.A. to uh, San Francisco area, and people would want to fly. And I'm like, it, just going through the airport in both locations is, is it's, it. you know, yeah, just drive. Yeah, yeah just an eight-hour drive. but
0: So it's going to be something like 12 hours, basically. I mean, it's going to be crazy so eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one but the, the things we do to uh, to put this radio show on more uh, more radio stations
1: well, I mean of course we 're doing that that's the, you know it, it benefits us yeah. long run
0: and uh, of course we're going to keep the the live shows going while we 're out, I'll probably bring Gardner in or something like that, and uh, have fun without have fun without us uh, so we'll continue here, but it's thanks to amplifiers like you that uh, listeners like you becoming amplifiers that make it possible for us to go out and schmooze with the big wigs in the radio industry uh, because really all these radio conventions are about just being seen. It's yeah. it's about being the who's who, if you will, yeah, uh, of it's true. the business. And the more we, we've we been going to them now for uh, five years, something like that. Something like that. Yeah, five years. So uh, thank you again to everybody that amps. And if you don't yet, please do go to amp.freetalklive.com. As we go to uh, back to Dave in New Hampshire, uh, Dave, you're beginning to tell us about Kevin Innes. He's one of the Liberty Dollar Three, uh, three uh, one of the three people that was arrested. I think it was three people in the original Liberty Dollar Raids. And you said it was a year but those raids happened I think in 2007 I like November of oh was wasn't it I feel like he's been in longer than a year.
9: I don't think the arrests happened on the day of the raids I think the arrests ah. were later but it may have been longer than a I year. I see. Okay. He's been jailed. You know you but you would think you know Canadian citizens including the Canadian embassy would be up in arms over the idea that one of their citizens has been held you know essentially with, without trial for so long um I guess we have to, you know, it's like anything else. We can't rely on embassies or governments to speak up for the oppressed. We have to do it ourselves.
0: It would require them to care about their so-called citizens. Right. I don't see much evidence that they do. Yeah, they
1: they do. If the wrong government is incarcerating them, if if, if it's North Korea or something mm. like that, that's terrible. Then it's an outrage. We
0: can't expect. We,
1: oh my God, these awful tyrannical people! It's an opportunity to r- rattle the saber. If Iran has some hikers that uh, went across the border or whatever, but if uh, you know, if it's if it's Canada or the United States, and and it's some guy who, well, was using silver as a barter currency, then yeah, it's fine.
0: So what did you want to show Well, share about, we want
9: to we want to be careful about how we phrase this because it's not illegal to use barter as a silver or silver as a barter currency. Sure. We don't want to scare people out of using it. That's part of the reason why Feds do these crackdowns is because rumor tends to outpace reality and people get scared of think you know doing things that aren't even illegal.
0: Uh, by the way, I am looking here at the blog of bile, blogofbile.com, reporting back on June 5th of oh nine that uh, employees for the Liberty Dollar were arrested. So it sounds like it's been just over a year. So you're right. Uh, so what did you want to share about Kevin?
9: Well, I did get a letter from him. There wasn't a, a huge amount of detail in it. Um, but I just, you know, I'll take any excuse I can to draw attention to American political prisoners that are going to the heart of the, the problem. And he is. Uh, but uh, what he said two interesting things was first of all, I guess they're not the inmates. Is the place where they're holding him are not really allowed to even have much in the way of games. Hmm. So just some real basics there, and um, they're so bored that they welcome rats. Wow! And they find rats too.
1: So, um, as far as uh, games, I thought he could get like photocopied uh, Sudoku puzzles and um, uh, crosswords and things like that, right?
9: I think he was talking about his board games. He did not mention in his letter uh, receiving any any such board or any such uh, mail games. But I think that is one of the most wonderful things I've ever seen done for inmates was when uh, Johnson from Free Talk Live sent me – I was in jail for not turning my camera off. And he sent me, um, uh, you know, like 10 pages of, of uh, crossword puzzles and stuff like that. And it was really pretty much the same crossword puzzles, but, you know. And I don't really even do crossword puzzles myself, but they were very useful –
0: for handing out to the other inmates who are way bo- more bored than I was. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I know that Mike Barsky from mail-to-jail.com is, uh, I, I don't know if he's put this together yet, but he was talking about working on putting together like a fun pack, uh, basically, because Mail mail to Jail is an amazing website that allows uh, anybody, anywhere, to send mail to uh send mail to people that are basically new hampshire centric but i believe he's actually got kevin innes on his list uh yep. mail hyphen 2 hyphen jail.com new hampshire activists though in general uh are are the focus of the website and uh, so, so you can send them postcards. In fact, Anarchy in Your Head postcards are available there. That's right. And, it's really cool
4: of him to to do that. Yep, yeah, I love mm-hmm. sending
0: the postcards because it's you know they're cool to look at. Um, and then also you can just send a letter as well. And it's all supported by uh, by contributions by donations because somebody's got to pay for the stamps. Uh, somebody's got to pay for the printing and the paper. And, and things I always like try that.
4: to make a point to contribute more than I use. Me too. Because I want to make sure that you yeah. Know, Absolutely. I don't, I don't want to be a drain on it. I want to be, a, you know, make sure there's more. Then.
0: Dave, are you playing music in the background or is that uh, coming from our board up? <laughs> Sounds like it's coming from your side. Okay. Anyway, uh, thanks for sharing that tonight. I appreciate it. And hopefully we can maybe get some extra letters out to him. And I thank you for the call. Uh, that's Dave from RidleyReport.com. Can com. you
4: send, uh, is this one of the, I know that you can't just send packages to jail, but can you, or I know you can order books from a dealer, from a book yeah. dealer. So a That's bookstore, right. if it comes straight from the bookstore, can you like order things like jigsaw puzzles or anything like that? You know, that would
0: depend on the jail and what their policies are. Hmm. So you'd have to call the jail and ask them about, you know, how do you donate a game to the jail? Is it possible to donate a game to the jail? And they would tell you.
4: I would wonder if you could send a jigsaw puzzle to uh, your loved one in jail.
0: I think it's a great idea. I I think it would depend uh, on who's running the jail. Yeah. <laughs> if yeah, you, if so. you want
1: my advice on this one, uh, certainly jigsaw puzzles are fun. Lots of things are fun. The easiest things to get through, I would imagine, are these photocopied uh, crossword puzzles, Sudoku games, mm-hmm. word searches, okay. things like that. These these are the and as Dave said, these things can be not only used for uh, you know, to to keep to pass the time, but they can be used as a barter situation for the person. You immediately add value to them. You're not uh, putting something in their account that then gets a portion a portion of it hacked off and and essentially a vig for the the jail and a vig for whoever's uh, got the the sweet contract the
4: government contract giving these guys Snickers bars for a dollar fifty or whatever. Plus a jigsaw
0: is. puzzle, you're going to lose pieces. And, and
4: now now just to put money in an account, it costs a fortune. It does. There's yeah. like a there's like a huge fee. Massive fee tacked on when you oh, try to put in scam. some money into their commissary account.
0: Commissary is a scam. Uh, the, the phone system is a scam. These jails are just milking. Yeah, that's poor, what they're basically designed to do. They're just milking poor people because the jails aren't exactly filled with rich folk. They're uh, not even filled with people that are a flight risk. I mean, yeah. this Kevin Ennis, yeah.
1: he was he's been in the United States for a very long time. So what if he runs across the border? It's not like they couldn't get him back. Um, you know, I mean, the idea that he's a flight risk is just silly. They just put him in there simply because he's a Canadian citizen.
0: Toll free number here, 800-259-9231. The Liberty Dollar, of course, uh, still under fire. The money that they've stolen is still in the possession of the federal government, and it's been now almost three years.
1: If they wanted wanted to minimize him being a flight risk, they'd ask him for a certain amount of bond. You don't think the guy's going to show up for $20,000
0: he put up? Toll-free number is 800-259-9231. Yeah, but he's an illegal, Mark. you got to keep them illegals off the streets. All right. Uh, hour three's on the way. Take control. Bring up anything. This is Free Talk Live,
2: 800-259-9231. Attention, all active-duty members and veterans of the U.S. military. Your proud service to your country entitles you with the right to participate in special VA loan programs with benefits not available to the general public like the ability to purchase a new home with no down payment or mortgage insurance, or refi with cash out, up to 100% of your present home equity with less strict credit criteria. You are entitled to these benefits. Review them online at varadio.com. This is Tim Lewis from I Freedom Direct, and a veteran of Operation Iraqi Freedom. I want you to know that as a member
0: or veteran of the United States military, you've earned special rights and privileges. On your feet!
2: And get the details at varadio.com. iFreedom Direct Corporation is a private lender approved by the VA and licensed in most states. In certain states, certain restrictions and limitations apply. For a current list of licenses, disclosures, and all benefits, go to varadio.com. varadio.com. Varadio.com.
0: This is Free Talk Live, launching into the third hour of the program. You can dial in toll-free and bring up whatever's on your mind at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com, and you'll find that we give you the features there for free. Now, the main feature on the site allows you, the listener, to control the content of the site. You go, uh, if you find some sort of uh, news article or video or something that you think is pretty neat blog post online, you take the link, you plug it into our website in the Submit Show Prep uh, form, and then other listeners get to vote on whether they like your submission or not. You get to vote on things, too. You vote up if you like it. You vote down, if not so much. And then the most voted up will make it to the front page of the website, meaning we're more likely to see it and talk about it on the air. So head over to free talk com, But that's not the only place where we uh, garner our show prep from. One of my favorite sources is stopthedrugwar.org. And we're going to pick up a story that we started in the first hour of the show. Uh, just a recap for those of you just tuning in uh, from stopthedrugwar.org on the night of June 11th, 21 year old Trevin Cole and his nine months pregnant fiancee Sequoia, uh, Sequoia Pierce were sitting at their home in their Las Vegas apartment settling in for a quiet Friday evening in front of the TV but Cole didn't live to see the next day instead he was the target of a drug raid and was shot and killed by Las Vegas narcotics de- uh, by a Las Vegas narcotics detective as he knelt on his bathroom floor with his hands in the air the claim from the detective was that he made a furtive movement and so therefore that justified uh, a shot to wherever the shot landed. It was one no, shot that killed him. No video. You think uh, about where that might be.
1: Yeah, right. No video on this. Uh, these guys don't have tasers out. Um, you know, this this man's unarmed. You'd think that they could have used anything. How many like of them
4: this. were there compared to him? Uh, More uh, than him. A, yeah. a lot. Several he was significantly outnumbered. And oh, but I was scared. It's 2010. Go nearly
1: 2011 now. You can have a video cam stuck in a pen. You can have it in your sunglasses. You can have it anywhere. Police. All over the nation could have video cameras on their person. It would be they nothing to, exactly compared yeah. to what it is that they, um, you know, they, they carry already. And it they should be available it, to the public. They could have it in their badge, and they it could. wouldn't weigh anything more. They could have them carved in there, but they won't do it. They won't do it. They'll never do it because they know that their actions would be under scrutiny, and they don't want scrutiny.
0: So uh, let's continue, though, uh give you a little more detail on what's happened here. They believed that they had themselves a major drug dealer, but they didn't find any evidence of a uh, major drug dealer. They found no guns. They did apparently find a small, unspecified amount of pot, although his fiance contends they found no drugs and were angry that they couldn't. Uh, of course, in many cases, when they don't find drugs in these situations where they end up icing somebody, uh, they just find some drugs in their police car and then they plant (laughs) the drugs in the person's home if they haven't planted a gun on the person caught on camera Uh, exactly and uh, so they found allegedly a digital digital scale cell phone and 702 dollars in cash we've got a kingpin on our hands here (laughs) of which 350 dollars was found to have come from jewelry that ms pierce pawned days earlier in order to pay the rent oh and a spent .223 caliber rifle cartridge in the bathroom the search warrant affidavit also misidentified cole confusing him with another trevin cole from houston texas now the other trevin cole had a different middle name was seven years older is three inches shorter and a hundred pounds lighter his lengthy criminal history three misdemeanor marijuana possession arrests the only criminal record the now dead trevin cole had was for unauthorized use of a motor vehicle as a teenager Yet the lead officer on the case was claiming this man had a lengthy criminal history of narcotic sales, trafficking, and possession charges, but even the real Trevin Cole that they were supposedly uh, after only had three marijuana possession arrests. So, I mean, talk about blowing things out of proportion. An incredulous David Doddridge, retired 21-year veteran. It's not blowing it out of
1: proportion. They're lying.
0: Yeah. Uh, Retired 21-year veteran of the LAPD who now runs a private detection agency, private detective agency and is a member of Law Enforcement Against Prohibition. He said, don't they ever run the dates of birth down there? Another former Baltimore police officer who's now an assistant professor of law, police science, and criminal justice, uh, he had to say this, the standard ID is name and date of birth. They had different initials for the middle name. It should have been obvious that this was not the same guy. Part of the problem is the pressure to perform, said Peter Moscos, the former Baltimore officer. He said these guys are judged by how many warrants they can get. He said, but it's better to conduct one good warrant than five bad ones. Each squad is trying to serve the most warrants, get the most dope, so you have the tendency to exaggerate and embellish, and sometimes even fabricate on the warrants, according to Doddridge. They invent handguns inside the house so they can get a dynamic entry warrant, and then they go in, kicking down doors, rushing in with guns drawn, forcing everybody down on the floor. It's very scary. Everyone is going in with guns drawn. They're sometimes shouting over each other, and it's very tense and dynamic situation, and just a tremendous opportunity for someone to get shot.
1: It's really crazy. And usually that someone is the, the homeowner or the person uh, present, not, uh, not the cops. Not the cops. Very rare. Uh, we sh- four uh, four cops have been shot in a decade uh, doing these things? That's in, correct. In, in in this municipality? Ooh, no, oh no no was no! Was that think in, that's uh, nationwide? I think that's nationwide. Oh my god.
0: Uh, According to the search warrant, he says it's really crazy, crazy, a waste of time and money, uh, but they have to justify their existence, said Doddridge. If they're not serving warrants, they'll get sent back to patrol. You have to produce. Mm. According to the search warrant, police and of course the guys that get on the SWAT team are into this. Right. This is they what absolutely they are. For.
1: You know, people that say other than the, other than this, I, I, they just don't know what they're talking about. I spent nine years working with law enforcement officials. Actually, about six and a half of them, uh, very closely, uh, and I can tell you that the guys that were on the the insertion team, those among all the other law enforcement officers, those are the gung ho. Mm-hmm. Those are the ones that say, you know, <laughs> shoot first, ask questions later, uh, let God sort them out. Those. are those guys, they know they're dealing with bad guys, and they don't mind uh, putting a few bad guys at, at room temperature. Mm.
0: According to the search warrant, police had made three undercover pot buys from the Trevin Cole. They ended up shooting the total haul was one point eight ounces, one point eight ounces of marijuana. And also, according to the warrant, when police wanted to make a big score, four hundred dollars worth with Cole, the alleged major drug dealer, they had to reschedule because Cole didn't have that much on hand. Not incidentally, under Nevada law, possession of up to an ounce of marijuana is decriminalized. Yant and his dope uh, squad buddies were going after Cole for allegedly selling them amounts of marijuana that it wasn't even a crime to possess. But remember, when they decrim pot and they make it so it's uh, legal to possess or less illegal to possess a certain amount of marijuana, they never decriminalize the sale of it. And so, of course, the uh, the ultimate question is, well, well where is the pot supposed to come from? Right. I mean, if it's legal You're to you You're not have, allowed to grow it.
1: Yep. <laughs> You're allowed to have it. You're not allowed to grow it. You're not allowed to sell it. How does it magically appear in your hands?
0: Right. So the idea is that somehow the people that are selling the marijuana are still these evil, evil criminals. Right. Most of them are smokers stopped.
1: of marijuana that are trying to get other people things that they want and, uh, you know, cover get some in, costs. Yeah. Cover some costs. And that's really it.
0: Like other tragic incidents, this brings into question the need to use such force in, uh, in raids on people who, at best, are being charged with a nonviolent crime, according to the, director of the communications director for the Marijuana Policy Project. And he says, especially in this case where officers are coming into a house with guns drawn, we saw a man get killed, and it turns out it wasn't even the man they were after. Dave Schwartz of Sensible Nevada, which seeks marijuana law reform there, says it's just another tragic incident in the failed war on marijuana. People are being killed even for small amounts, and it just makes no sense. This is yet another death caused by prohibition, not by marijuana. And I'd like to point out that uh, not only is it tragic enough that this man has been had his life taken from him at age 21, but just a reminder, his wife was pregnant as well, so uh, her son... Uh, or whoever is right. going to come out is going Hello, to have no Hello, welfare.
1: Um, once again, we have to pay for these, these trigger-happy uh, jackholes busting into people's houses. We're going to have, instead of his dad being there providing uh, you know, money for him and giving him a place to live, we've got to pay and, and for other it things as the that public. Are even,
4: and other things that are even far more important than that as well. Sure, yeah. there,
1: there's a lot more. You, you can imagine this kid's much more likely to grow up to be a criminal. We're going to have to pay to house exactly. him in, in, the, in these institutionalized prisons that we've got. Just... More and more, this pol- police state perpetuates itself. And then the bureaucrats cry poor mouth.
0: The toll-free number here is 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL-CAI toll-free line. I don't suppose there's anybody out there that actually supports these kinds of police raids. I mean, I, I know they exist, but would they ever call in to uh, to say, yeah, I think that's a great idea. It's a good thing that guy got shot. 1-800-259-9231. talk.
3: Death. Its shadow followed Paul. Its hot breath had flowed across the back of his neck. Its cold fingers had caressed his throat. As Paul dabbles in the occult world of the Ouija board, a dangerous netherworld opens up to him, and he discovers the frightening possibility that a demonic dimension may be merging with our own. Read Matthew Wayne's debut novel, The Ouijiers. To find out more, available now as an ebook at IPIC Publishing, Publishing.com this
0: is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves by dialing in toll-free. Bring up anything at 800-259-9231, the SACL-CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. Join us online at freetalklive.com and enjoy the features for free. We've got our webcam. You can go and watch and listen and interact. Our chat room's built into the same page, and it's all free for you over at cam.freetalklive.com. That's cam.freetalklive.com. By the way, the webcam brought to you by memorydealers.com.
1: Yeah, and the SACL-CAI line brought to you by J. Jason Osborne from SACL CAI. Another thing brought to you by him is this uh this live read for antiwar.com slash donate. It's your antiwar.com is your source for anti war news and views for fifteen years. Having it's they're having their quarterly pledge drive. You can strike a blow against the Empire and give to antiwar.com slash donate. They've got a telephone number there if you prefer to do it over the telephone. It's antiwar.com slash donate.
0: All right, 800 259 9231. Of course, we'll continue taking your calls uh, about anything. But uh, since we've been on the topic, let's keep going on the topic. Uh, according to copblock.org, citing the West Virginia Gazette, an 80 year old man, so he's not just 21 year olds that the cops are after. And it seems like the octogenarian stories have been fairly popular uh, recently in the news. Like the cops, they're really, uh, they're really cracking down hard on just about anybody. An 80-year-old man spent three days in the hospital after he was dragged off his ATV and slammed to the concrete by a Cedar Grove police officer, say witnesses. Oh, see, there were witnesses. Mm. Should have been smarter about it, Copper. It doesn't matter. They don't listen to the witnesses. Yeah, that's a good point. On Tuesday, Robert McComb was riding ATVs with his friends, Daryl Cole and Bobby Palmer, and was heading back <laughs> to his house after coming out of the woods when he was stopped by a Cedar Grove police cruiser. McComb was ahead of Palmer and Cole. When both men caught up to McComb and Walls, the officer was picking a bloody McComb off the ground. Carrie Balser said she watched what happened to McComb in horror as she sat in her truck with her husband, Bruce. She said Walls grabbed McComb, pulled him off the side of the ATV, and slammed him into the concrete, face first. Now, what could an 80-year-old man on an ATV have possibly done to the officer Walls here uh, to justify such violence. said he wasn't going to give him his driver's license? I don't know, but it, I would imagine it was something he said rather than something that he did,
4: right? I Maybe mean, he didn't show, uh, he engaged in some sort of contempt of cop.
0: Yeah, probably. How dare you stop me? I'm just enjoying my day on the ATV. Uh, well, we'll see what they have to say here. So, uh, so she said that she and her husband got out of the truck when they realized it was McComb. What he, walls the cop did, was very horrific, she said. He, McComb, hit so hard face first in the concrete. Carrie Balser said she tried to give a statement about what she saw to Cedar Grove police, but fill in the blank. They weren't interested in taking it. They refused to take her statement. Oh, no, that's okay. <laughs> We've got our report here. We're, we're fine. Thanks very much. i mean how much more obvious can the cover-up get witnesses coming up to the police at the scene saying yeah i'd like to give you a statement about what i saw no no that's all right citizen we've got this under control we don't need to have your perspective on what happened we wouldn't want to have that written down anywhere for a judge or a jury to take a look at (laughs) Anyway, Carrie Balser uh, said they refused to take it. She said she was told she had to give her statement to the chief, Johnny Walls, who was the man who did the act. The chief? Yeah, apparently so. Oh, God. Uh, at least it's the same last name. Walls, uh, they don't specify in the beginning if it's if his name's Johnny. No, it might be his dad. It uh, could be. Palmer said that when Walls stood McComb up, blood was dripping down McComb's face from a gash on his forehead. That's what happens when you slam somebody hard to the pavement. Yeah, uh, especially an old man. Uh, Palmer said that the skin was torn off his right arm and he was shaking like a leaf. Bob didn't deserve what that cop did to him. By that time, a crowd of people had gathered, Palmer said. He said that when he tried to approach Walls, the officer threatened to taser him. Cole said Walls threatened to taser anyone in the crowd who approached him. I'm sure he felt, after what he had done, I'm sure he felt threatened. Absolutely. (laughs) Cole said Walls handcuffed McComb and when he tried to get him into the police vehicle, McComb had a hard time. He's not real agile. He doesn't move too fast. He had both knees replaced the last one about six months ago, said Cole. When I watch TV with him, he turns it up to 100 to hear it. He's hard of hearing. So this police officer is trying to get him in the car, and McComb was talking loud, saying, I told you, I can't move my legs.
4: Why why did he think he was on an an ATV? What would you call it? Uh, ATV, yeah. ATV? Yeah. Yeah. All-terrain vehicle. Uh, he's not real. Well, I was thinking he could be on some, one of those uh, for I, a variety of reasons. Right, but, right. I'm sorry. I was thinking that I was uh, somehow I was taking it for one of a mobility device. Yeah, so that, that was my mistake. Sorry. Maybe he uses it for that. I, who knows?
0: Uh, so anyway, he goes on to say that. So this police officer is you know just ignoring him basically as he's yelling at him that he can't move his legs. Cole said he thinks that Macomb's difficulty hearing might have led to Walls pulling him off the ATV because Macomb might not have responded to the officer.
4: He might have thought he might have tr- he assumed he was. Giving them some attitude or yeah. something. Sure. Uh, don't you teach be giving him a me lesson. attitude.
0: Yep. I'll teach you a lesson. Pull you off the AT- ATV and slam you face first in the pavement, old man. I'm the police chief, and I can do whatever the hell I want. And if you oh. don't like it, I'll tase you. Or I'm the not police chief's son. Yeah, I'm not going to take uh, any of your uh, statements. Now get th- Back off. Back off. I'm here to serve and protect you people. <laughs> don't you, why don't you appreciate what I'm trying to do for you? I'm trying to to rid the streets of these 80-year-old men on these ATVs. This is out of control here. can you imagine?
1: It's out of control, all right.
0: McComb was taken to the police station and then released to his friends. Walls told him he would get a summons in the mail, stating the charges against him. McComb was taken to the hospital by ambulance with his daughter, Karen, at his side. She said the reality is it's totally unacceptable. There's no reason ever to brutalize an 80-year-old man. He wasn't drinking. He wasn't drugging. She came back and she had her father's blood tested for alcohol at the hospital to have his proof later. The test came back negative. Robert McComb suffered a moderate to severe concussion in addition to scrapes and bruises to his head, arms, legs, and back, she said. He is charged with speeding, resisting arrest, obstructing an officer. Always. And fleeing an officer.
1: So resisting arrest was, you know, sitting, being deaf and not knowing what the guy, the guy said.
0: Mm-hmm. God. What a proud, proud moment for the police. Let's continue uh, with your calls and talk to Brian, listening in West Virginia to WVTS. Hello, Brian.
10: Hey, how's it going, guys? What's
0: on your mind tonight?
10: Well, actually, I I know quite a bit about this case. I, I am a police officer, and uh, I'm, but I'm with a professional police agency, and this guy, he, he gives all of us a bad name. This guy, he the had, cop, you mean? Uh, work, pardon?
0: This guy, Wells, the cop, or Walls?
10: Yeah, yeah, He's he's been uh, released from several <laughs> different police agencies prior to this. Uh, I believe uh FBI is actually investigating it. So hopefully justice will be served. But, uh, isn't yeah, it there, amazing, no uh,
0: Brian, how often these cops can just shuffle around departments. They get fired from one agency and they can just get rehired somewhere else.
10: Well, that's what happens. A lot of times if, uh, if it's not bad enough for criminal charges, they let them resign before, uh, they fire them. And then they maintain their, uh, police service. And, uh, you know, then at that point, they just go into another agency.
0: Yeah. So you you agree, then, that this guy was out of control, and you are a police oh, yeah. officer?
10: yeah. I'm a police officer, and yeah, he's totally in the wrong, out of control. Uh, you know, uh, we deal with four, we're in West Virginia. So you're constantly dealing with four-wheelers, and basically the only law out there, you know, with it is you know, shouldn't be on the marked yellow line uh, roads with the uh, divided highways or whatever, and and, you know, most of the time, even then, you just tell them, hey, act like you got some sense. Keep it to the side. You never have any problem. Brian, I'll tell you what, but if you've got
0: more you want to comment on, you're welcome to hang on. We can bring it back here in a moment. This is Free Talk Live at 800-259-9231. Take control of the airwaves. Have you been thinking about starting a website? I'm going to tell you about a great offer from HostGator. Talk Live, you can take control of the airwaves by dialing in toll-free. Bring up whatever's on your mind. 800-259-9231, that is the SACL CAI toll-free line. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. The features there include our listening options, the archives, the bulletin board system, and more. You can help support the show. We give you the features on the site for free. You can help us out by going to promote.freetalklive.com, and you'll get a full list of things you can do to help get Free Talk Live on more radio stations around the country, bring more Internet listeners on board, expose new people to these ideas, the ideas of freedom. Go to promote.freetalklive.com and uh, find out what... That you best. Promote.freetalklive.com Now, are you frustrated with the lack of freedom where you live? Tired of the oppressive state intruding into your business and personal life? Well, if you knew that thousands of liberty-minded people were all moving to the same place and getting active, would you want to join them? Well, you can. I did. Join the Free State Project at freestateproject.org. As we go back, I think Brian is still with us. Law yeah. enforcement yeah. officer listening in the Charleston, West Virginia area to WVTS. Brian, welcome back to Free Talk Live.
10: Thanks, guys. and Yeah, I just wanted to say a couple more things. Uh, I appreciate you having me on. Uh, just the fact that, unfortunately, guys like this, you know, 99% of the guys out here wearing a badge and uh, putting their life on the line every night are out there for the right reasons and are out there to protect the freedoms that everybody holds dear. And it, it's unfortunate that a couple guys that do things like this are the ones that get the press. And uh, But I uh, appreciate you all. Do you, do you really again.
0: do you really believe that 99% of the uh, the police are out there trying to do the right thing? That the, I do.
4: I, I, it, it seems, the seems guys like that
10: I work with are...
0: Yeah, we've had guys, uh, you know, former
1: officers on, officers on, that say that corruption rises through the ranks. That uh, people are more likely at the top of the the ranks to be corrupt, and then the, it, you know, sort of trickles down, uh, corrupts the whole, uh, you know, department, things like that. Um, you know, so it's it's difficult to know when we hear, you know, we hear stories uh, in different ways.
10: Well, hey, I'm just, uh, I must be blessed in because the agency I work for, uh, I. I don't believe that we have that going on uh and i'm not blind to it i mean i've been at this job for 15 years it's uh whenever a problem does arise or something you know occurs you know it's handled and uh you know they're relieved of duty they're they're fired and
4: uh it just seems it, like it, that that it seems like there probably might have been a time when it was 99 percent, you know good peace officer type officers it seems like um uh, it seems like what's happening is now there's more cameras out there and more stuff is being caught on film, especially or, I or think on in video. The, in the
1: larger metro departments is the way I feel. Ten, I tend yeah. to
4: feel. Yeah, it's, it seems like there's a lot more being discovered, and who knows how long it's been going on. Well, it's, more and, and, and more and is I'll getting out in the news now because it's being caught on video, and it seems like you know you hear people that might make claims that an officer did something, but it's always the officer who's believed and not the citizen. You know, and well, if it goes to court it, or something.
10: And the thing is, too, uh, you know, I've noticed since I've started doing this that, uh, you know, you can't get as many quality guys to do this job.
0: Why do you think that is?
10: Uh, you know, it used to be you could get thousands and thousands for 40 slots, so you could pick the best from the best. Now you're lucky to get 200 applications for the same uh, 40 slots.
0: What, what do, you, do you want to speculate as to why you think that might be?
10: Well nobody nobody wants to put up with uh the low pay for the uh, uh you know no thanks that you normally get from this job. You have to want to do it for the right reasons. Are and you saying
0: that the the pay was uh better in the past and that the job was more thankful in the past oh,
10: No, no, I just think that people had more of a uh, feeling of duty to their country and to do. To serve, um, you know, to to give back, and it's become a me generation where it's all about me, all about me, and uh, you know, well, isn't the reason
0: a- why you have those feelings so you can feel good, right? Isn't the isn't the I mean, it's it's always all about you. Because if it wasn't all about you, then you wouldn't feed yourself and take care of yourself and you know, do things like that. So clearly, at some level, it's always all about you. And the reason why people who are into this, this so-called service mentality are doing it because it makes them feel good. Don't you think?
10: Um, yes and no. Not necessarily. I mean, that's the thing. You put someone else before yourself.
4: Well, just, it seems to me that the you know that you say that it's 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 more thankless. It used to be people were grateful for police officers, well, but not, how much do you not feel that most people's experience with a police officer is being is a, is some kind of negative experience where they weren't harming anyone. It, you know, there's this this there's this there seems to be this image of police officers that's been put out there for years, for decades, uh, as the protecting people from criminals, uh, from getting their stuff stolen from them, from being hurt by criminals. But most of our experiences with police officers are where no one has been harmed, nothing bad. They haven't done anything bad to anyone, but they've broken some law, where there's no victim. You know, it could be drug related, it could be some traffic related thing where there was no accident, uh, things like that. Where most of our experiences with police officers were, are, we're being hassled in ways that don't seem to have anything to do with being protected? Do you know what I mean?
10: Well, well, you're protecting, uh, like, the speed and all that. Yeah, those are traffic ordinances. It's awfully
4: vague. That, it's awfully well, vague, it, I'm saying.
10: It is, but I believe that, you know, uh, if, if we're not out there for the greater good, then, you know, we'll, you feel lawlessness is better.
4: Uh, no, um, yeah. no,
0: that's that's not. No, the case. I just want
4: the laws to be based on protecting people. I mean, right. it, I understand right. that,
10: and, and I'm and I'm in agreement with that. I mean, the legislatures, you know, they get paid to sit up there and make laws that are, you know, crazy. They de- decriminalize uh, DUIs. You know, they decriminalize driving suspended. A guy can be suspended fifteen times, but. All oh, he's going to get is a ticket because it's a non-jellable sense, and there's no repercussion because he's not going to pay his fines. He's going to keep driving. He's going to eventually you know, wreck and kill someone. Well, you say so, that, but you know, if he's – Our ha- hands are tied, too.
4: Well, well, think about what you just said, though. He's been suspended 15 times, Well, but he hasn't been in a wreck. I mean, there, again, there's no victim there. There's this well, anticipation there's that he might been. cause harm someday, and he's already being punished because he's just – you know, he's, well, sometimes you know.
0: people are, have their license suspended because they're dangerous drivers, but in some cases, right. they have their license suspended because they haven't, pay, you know, filled out a form or because they, you know, haven't jumped. They through moved a loop. and the
1: ticket didn't reach them right. or something.
0: So I mean here well, in new okay. hampshire they they will put somebody in a uh, jail over over this issue, and so, for instance uh you know I uh, put a at, w- at one point uh, there was a, a a private tag on the back of uh the the car that I was driving, and they pulled me over for that, and they threatened to suspend my so called driving privileges. Well, I never asked them for any driving privileges, and i don 't think that I need to to ask some government bureaucrat to get from uh, point A to point b if i 'm not putting anybody else in danger so a lot of the government's traffic rules are about obedience in fact when i called up to the uh, the so-called department of safety (laughs) and i asked them on the phone i said is this about safety or is this about obedience because they were they were threatening to take away my so-called privileges and you know she couldn't say it was about safety (laughs) because it's not about safety at least in that case and in many cases it's not about safety it's about obedience how do you feel about that
10: well i There has to be a starting point. They have to have some type of regulation. And thats I feel that's where we've gotten to, is that we're overregulated. I agree with you guys on that point, that we're overregulated. But there has to be limits set.
0: Sure, I think that I think that in the yeah. absence of uh, this one-size-fits-all government roads monopoly, then you'll have different road owners and uh, insurance companies and things like that, and they likely will have some set of rules. So the the, the choice isn't uh, it's a false choice to believe that well either we have this system or we have uh, you know total lawlessness right. That was kind of what you presented earlier, and it's it's not the uh, it's not an accurate statement. I think that most people understand that rules are necessary. Uh, that uh, on on private property you can have rules and you can set whatever rules you want to. So in a in a world yeah, in which, a world in which uh, roads were not owned by a violent monopoly as they currently are today, the the road owners would still be able to set uh, parameters and uh, usage uh, operating it, things for their there, roads.
4: Is there are there any? Can you imagine a lobbying pass that you wouldn't be willing to enforce That's if a good you thought question. it were evil?
0: If you'd like, you can hang on and answer that question because it's a darn good question. Uh, what what laws? Will you not enforce if it were passed uh, in the future? And uh, Maybe he'll stick with us here. 800-259-9231. He's certainly being a good sport. Always interesting to uh, talk to the law enforcement community on this program. You can bring up anything. Uh, This is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves and dial in toll free at 800 259 9231, the SACL CAI toll free line. 1 800 259 9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com and uh, you'll find that the features there are totally free. So head on over and enjoy them on us at freetalklive.com. We've got a lot of archives. So if you've missed a moment, just go and click and download. They're yours. In fact, going back all the way to, uh, the, the, I think it's uh, November of 06. Uh, back there and uh, totally free, by the way, over at freetalklive.com. The archives brought to you by hostgator.freetalklive.com. Uh, Dale is here with us uh, from com, and we've got uh, Brian, I believe, is still with us on the line listening to WVO. Yeah. Uh- WVTS in West Virginia. Brian is a law enforcement officer and we've just been kind of talking about all things uh, law enforcement slash freedom related or at least some things. Uh, And Dale, you exited the last segment with a question for Brian.
4: Yeah, I mean, I could never be a police officer myself, personally. I mean, I certainly don't pass judgment on other people that do it and they feel they're doing the right thing, obviously. I mean, um, and then I think that's because other people are making these laws that you are expected to enforce whether you believe in them or not. And I could not live my life um, I would not be able to live my life honestly enforcing laws like some laws that I believe are victimizing innocent people, and I would not be able to be a part of that process. Like and the I drug just want, laws, like the drug laws, I think are victimizing innocent people, and I think in that case, the the the, the officer himself is 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 essentially the criminal because he's a, he's victimizing someone uh, who's innocent because they wrote some words down on paper. Some people who feel they have the the right to punish innocent people for arbitrary things. And and I just wonder, is there some law, uh, presumably not right now, I think you're a police officer and you probably yeah. fairly consistently enforce the law, but is there, can you imagine a law where you say, I will not enforce that? Like, what law I, might pass?
10: Actually, we did have a discussion, me and some of the guys I worked with, uh, because, you know, uh, during the past election, they was trying to, you know, spout out there that the Second Amendment was going to be repealed and they were going to take everybody's guns. And we hypothetically discussed the fact that, you know, how could you do your job if they told you to go take someone else's guns, and I you know at that point, if something like that that morally or just totally uh, I, I'm a pronounced conservative, uh, you know I'm not close-minded in my beliefs or try to push them on anybody else, but I'm relatively conservative, and if it got to the point where it I morally felt that I couldn't do my job or had to do a job that I didn't agree with morally, it'd be time for me to hang it up. And But let me pose a question, with the drug law, it's something that comes to mind, something that happened in my career. Uh, you, you talk about the drug law, and I, I see both sides of the argument. Uh, after doing this job this long, you do. But the scenario that uh, I always reflect on is a guy that only had marijuana in his system, crossed the center line, and killed a family of four and i had a 10 year old child die in my arms
0: awful yeah
10: so how how do you with the no drugs being legal deal with that
1: well i i, I let me field that one first off there's no sort of uh, there's little uh, motivation to create a <laughs> drug test for somebody who's stoned because the marijuana was in his system but that doesn't mean he was actually stoned you know as well as i do yeah.
10: well no we actually there is a test that uh Professor from University in Indiana came in and testified that you can quantitative uh, analyze blood long as it's recovered within two hours of the time of the incident. and he showed that if at least you have four nanograms per milliliter of active THC in your blood, that that over his 20 years experience has proved impairment.
1: Thank goodness. There's finally a test for the, I mean I have I have been wanting to but, hear but, about a test like this so do you, for uh, a very long is, time. That,
10: and that's the problem is the test is so hard and so expensive and probably if it wouldn't for, been for the fact that he killed someone, you know,
1: well, can we get to the been nut been of the issue then? Right. So um I think here's what I think. I think that uh I think that people should be free to smoke marijuana if they wish in the same way they're free to smoke, to drink alcohol if they wish or they can smoke alcohol if they want. Um and, and it's the getting into the car that's the issue. Marijuana yeah. generally is uh, far less of a of a cause of an accident than than alcohol is, and I think you'd probably agree with me. I agree. However, I can tell you that if somebody ran over my kid who had just uh, you know had just gotten baked in their car, I would hold them more morally culpable. I mean, I just I I, I don't know what yep. it is about it exactly. Even though I've seen the science that uh, generally marijuana drivers are 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 pretty much as good. Who regular
0: drivers? Would you do the same to someone who was driving while tired, Mark?
1: Uh, you know, you can't test it in the same way. I mean,
4: they, they you know, yeah. it. it and that's the problem being with tired the Is worse than being intoxicated with alcohol. It's it so
10: expensive that they can't do it the way that they've been able to with alcohol. The marijuana. Uh, being able to prove that there's active THC in the blood. But is, the crime, so is
4: the crime, the smoking the pot, or Is the crime, the killing someone in your car? Or
0: driving irresponsibly. And he, are
4: you certain that he wouldn't have been driven irresponsibly even if he weren't uh, in, um, intoxicated in some manner at the time? It doesn't
0: matter to me whether someone's intoxicated or whether they're texting right. or whether they're changing the texting, radio station. Texting far more
4: dangerous than uh, intoxication. Or whether they're
0: driving while tired. What matters is what happened and that is that somebody died or Somebody and got and them holding wrecked,
4: them responsible, and
0: somebody did, destroyed property or whatever the uh, the you know the results of their actions were that should be what they should be held responsible for. And if people are held responsible for, you know, for restituting the victims and you know, making people whole as much as possible, they're going to think twice about, uh, about doing all of the above, driving while tired, texting, drinking and driving, you know, smoking and driving, whatever.
4: Now, can I ask you, that's your justification for the marijuana laws. Does that mean that you support bringing back prohibition of alcohol?
10: And like I said, I see both sides of that argument. And the prohibition of marijuana even, it's, like you, like you said, I agree with you in the fact that it's not necessarily their marijuana, but the actions afterwards. But, again, you have, there has to be boundaries set. And, unfortunately, uh, people don't self-regulate and don't do the right thing all the time. And
4: but most people do. So bring back but- prohibition of alcohol?
10: Obviously, that didn't work. So. And it did,
4: the
0: prohibition of marijuana working isn't working either. Right, <laughs> and it's a, not nearly as dangerous it, as alcohol. Right. You're, I mean, yours is the first case. Uh, it's so rare that you hear of. It, some, it actually was a precedent. Yeah. yeah. Case. Uh, so, I'd
1: like to say that the first time I smoked marijuana, somehow or another, I ended up behind the, the wheel of a car and I found myself in a very d- dangerous traffic incident. It happens. And it's, uh, you know, it's always a bad idea. And it was idea. illegal,
0: by the way, when you did it, right? What's that? Smoke the marijuana. Uh yeah. Right. So the fact that it was illegal didn't stop you from smoking it and get behind the wheel, did it? Indeed it didn't. No. And the, so- the
1: the 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 real crime is getting behind the wheel. If, if that's,
4: you know, I mean, and the real crime is causing damage and, uh, you know, the cause driving of Driving irresponsibly, whether it's because you're intoxicated or you're trying to text while you're driving or whether you're too tired to be it's driving. It's the same
0: old story as what we heard this week during this uh, hearing about uh, repealing the open container ordinance here in Keene, New Hampshire was there's always something, right? It's, in that case, it's the bum that peed on the side of a business or something like that. Or there's always somebody who's going to be irresponsible with their choices that justifies the government people banning a behavior that is by and large done responsibly by the majority of people engaging in it most people are pretty responsible about how they you know consume alcohol and most people that consume marijuana are pretty responsible about that uh, but one of them is going to get you put behind bars and uh, you know the idea that because some people are irresponsible that everyone should be punished is it's it's really just well, it's, unfair and, and, and and it's that's cold. not
10: always the case I mean that's the thing too uh, you can use discretion and I and I've tried to use my in my job is to look at the totality of the situation you know it's not always black and white
4: but i do appreciate I, that know, it,
10: and that's that's what you have to do you know this guy that killed his family of four and you know he had had no fire criminal record Which he had, had not as much as even a traffic ticket the,
1: the pot smoker guy
0: oh right yeah, in the, the accident pot
1: smoker guy. Yeah, yeah i got gotcha. you.
0: Yeah, well, I, I, like Dale said, I appreciate you using discretion. It's nice to hear that from uh, from a law enforcement officer. It means you're thinking. It means you're out there making choices and decisions and and, and identifying each individual situation and looking at, uh, looking at it at least from an, a somewhat objective pers- uh, kind of uh, view. And I think that's important, whereas what we're so used to hearing is kind of this robotic police officer that's, well, you know, I will do whatever I am told and I will enforce these laws and, you know, it doesn't matter what I think. Uh, And I'm glad to hear that you do think. And I thank you, Brian, for the thoughts tonight. I appreciate hearing from you. And and don't hesitate to check in with us again if you've got something to say. Always interesting to hear from uh, someone in the law enforcement community, especially one that's actually thinking actively and making choices for himself. Let's talk to Mike in Florida briefly. Mike, you're on uh, in the remaining moments of the show here.
8: Hey, guys. Great show. Uh, I hope you don't mind if I change the... Do it uh, quick. Do
0: it quick. 20 seconds uh, what
8: do you guys think
10: about buying uh, proof coins versus buying just plain old bullion uh,
1: personally I like to have silver uh, or gold in my hands um, and for me it's it's not about the collecting or something like that I hear there's a great premium on it I've had people tell me uh, that there's advantages to uh, proof coins I I certainly wouldn't I wouldn't argue with somebody who knows more about it than I do I just like to have the gold or silver in my hands. Yeah, me too.
0: Thanks for the call tonight. Appreciate hearing from you. We'll see you tomorrow night for the live Saturday edition of the show. Join Dale online at anarchyinyourhead.com. And we'll see you tomorrow night online. In the meantime, at freetalklive.com. What if the key to achieving liberty in your lifetime was to move together with others who think like you? Liberty activists are joining the Free State Project, which is over halfway to its goal of 20,000 participants. And they're already making the move to New Hampshire. The successes are piling up and are proving the Free State Project is a real movement and no longer just a great idea. When you're planning your move, consider Keene. Keene is famous for its civil disobedience and non-cooperation, and there's plenty of political opportunity as well. From demonstrations and vigils to outreach and volunteering, there's a lot going on in Keene. Keen is also the undisputed Liberty Media capital of the world, with television, talk radio, newsprint, and more all originating here. Though it's more than just activism, with regular social events each week. See what's happening at FreeKeen.com and get connected with video, audio, the busiest Liberty Forum in New Hampshire, and more at FreeKeen.com. That's FreeKeen.com.